Well, we tried to make a 90-minute episode for you, folks. It's but been, we missed each other, apparently. It's been a, yeah. a couple of months. Come on. Matt it. said an hour and a half. That's what I had written out and had prepared. And these two jabber boxes over here just yeah. had to drop stat yeah, okay, after if you stat know, after if you know stat. Matt, I, if you know Matt Novak and he's saying we're jabber boxes. I, you could, you could literally on. go into this recording and find out the, had the, most activity the, in the line? minutes that I did not even speak. Listen. I created a new metric for this episode. This I so needed time. Ridiculous. We got Einstein over here. I he needed literally time. named it after himself, people. Wait this is for literally this. Einstein over here. Wait for this. It's this, good. It, <laughs> just wait till next it is week. Good. The numbers are going to prove to be right. It Ooh. is good. I wish that they could see this this acid wash jeans like freaking yoked dude I'm just sitting over here. Couch. Chilling while he's leaning into us with his smirkiness and his stinking stat. Oh my gosh. Good stuff. Nonetheless. Nonetheless. NFL playoffs are here, baby. NFL playoffs are here. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. We're going to hit all all six games this weekend. We got five teams that should have been in this race that aren't, and we're going to hit all of it over the next two hours. Uh, Join us as we have some fun on Sportsify. Welcome to Sportsify for January 13th, 2023. Welcome in, everybody, and welcome back to Sportsify. I'm your host, Matt Novak. With me, as always, is Grant Hawker. On the third mic is Jameson DeFore. I don't know if I remember how to do this. It has been a fat minute, and I will just apologize right up front because it's my fault. I I just got busy and was going through a little seasonal life where I needed to let the podcast go to the side for a minute. It's 100% me. It was my choice. So, <laughs> uh, But I am kind of got through that season. Got a little more stability going into the new year, so it's good. Also, weird coincidence, like Instagram took down our... Instagram account? Yeah, the same week oh, really? that, uh, we decided yeah, to do gone. that. So uh, huh. for those of you that were keeping in touch there, sorry. Uh, yeah, um, we, it, it, I can't get it back. Yep, They just gone. took it. They said it. My guess is someone bought the name. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I put in a request um, to try and get the name back. But like full on in my Instagram bio, the blue yeah. like, at sportsfy.pod. <laughs> Was gone. It's gone. Yeah, you can't find it. I can't find it. I yep. can't log in. I searched for it. So we might try. Somebody didn't like word. our takes. <sighs> yeah, somebody didn't. Somebody didn't like our like our. We're gonna be doing our podcast next Thursday post or whatever. Ur- like what the crud? Yeah. Urban Meyer was unhappy about the things yeah. we said about him a year ago and uh, got it taken down. Hey, that was pretty good though. That was like, awesome. There, we had some good burns. That was much deserved. Uh, oh, no, I so genuinely yeah. to those that found us, uh, especially the Europeans that had found us on Instagram and been listening. Uh, we're not dead and we didn't well, leave our instagram account is uh, our currently, instagram accounts currently dead. that's 100 percent true but if you're listening to this and you're like hey they're back yeah we are um <laughs> we we just couldn't ignore the playoffs no. this is we're super excited um it's just it's been a great football season overall i know jameson didn't have his favorite year but he's coming off a really good hey, one hey, so you know i'll take this 10 out of 10 oh yeah like you got the super bowl yeah. exactly like i'm chilling yeah, yeah. It, it, it's we, we we knew this was probably coming. The hangover is real. This is the hardest hangover anybody's ever had. Well, we also Super only have Bowl, one blue chipper still playing football. Yeah, that is true. So. That's fair. Hey, well, you one have... of your blue chips is sitting though because you know, well, you know you're out of it. Yeah. You're, you well it was because yeah. you were out of it. Yeah. But uh, no, we're but you we're do have s- the goat at quarterback now. 
Yeah, yeah. We know. also did <laughs> smoke the Broncos on Christmas Day, which was funny. That was amazing. That was hilarious. hilarious. I mean, so much stuff. I mean, Patrick Starr roasted we, Russell we Wilson. We did uh, not getting to talk so about much. how bad Russell Wilson is. Uh, oh my! He had gosh. probably his best. He saved his best for the last game of the season when it didn't matter. I mean, Grant, how much have you missed just getting a dog on your boy? I there's so much of this that like has hurt because this podcast has been gone and I have not been able to like. <laughs> like Properly. revel revel yeah. in yeah. in him giving us the fifth overall pick if he really wanted to he could have given us the third if he decided to you know <clears throat> you know sure. lose but you know he, he he couldn't give us too much you know it was, it was too much too much of a fleece he had to give the he had to give the ownership some hope that he <laughs> yeah, could yeah, still yeah, play yeah. <laughs> yeah so that way they don't up they don't just week. straight up if you guys would have got the third pick that would have been crazy oh, well we gosh. had the second for most of the season because you yeah. could have you could have legitimately either ended up with one of the two quarterback prospects mm-hmm. or any other prospect Jaylen after Carter, that. that's who I wanted yeah. that's who we need oh, but that's yeah. who we need but anyway I, 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 I also and the end of the year though by the way speaking of that uh, Lovey Smith sticking it to the Texans so good for two to so win the game good. against the Colts. I mean, he <laughs> deserves to be fired because he has not coached good yeah. football no, in he hasn't. He did, however many he years now, but that was job. hilarious. Giving one last little heart to the Chicago oh, fan base. Man, that was <laughs> yeah. awesome. Here you go, Chicago. I love you guys. You can have the first pick. You probably, out. You probably hate me, but it's okay. Oh, uh, it was so good. So it was awesome. so good. I Although uh listener to the show, friend of mine, Todd, is a massive Colts fan. Uh, my uh, heart what did they get? The fourth? Sincerely fourth broke or third for pick? him. Uh, third. I think, f- I think third, because Carlos got the f- fourth, and then Seattle I think. Five. Oh, I yeah, think yeah. So Denver, because Denver dropped yeah. to five. Because they, okay. they would have blown the third pick. Raiders mm-hmm. are four? Had, had they Raiders not. Raiders are seven. Raiders are seven. Yeah. My bad. Who's four? I you think it's Cardinals. Cardinals, I thank you. Yes, they are. Also hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bye, Cliff. I, I, I nah. mean, we, we got a lot we can go into with that, but like, I'll just say it really fast. Uh, if you watch the in-season Hard Knocks, which I watched most of it already. I didn't watch any of it. I didn't uh, watch any. Oh, my gosh, guys. It's, Mainly because it's I painful didn't. to watch because you know they're going to lose all these games. Like, you know. So how, how does the structure work the, for Hard like Knocks? like watching the Scott's Tots of football. <laughs> I didn't, I, the, there's yeah, a few I of like, them. I'm not watching that because the, I know it's just going to make me feel the, the week, gross. Yes, because the week he had to fire his offensive line coach for the inappropriate um, oh. touching of a female when oh, they yeah. were in Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I forgot, about, yeah, I, I forgot was, all about that. They basically kind of had to, hey, that happened. Like, they really <laughs> didn't. They were like, uh. so. And then, um, who was it that they cut the running uh, back middle of the season? Uh, I'm forgetting. They literally didn't even talk about it. So there was stuff that, know. like, they really highlighted. It just proves how good that but, running back room is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, Eno. Benj- oh, Eno Benjamin. Eno, Eno yeah. Benjamin. Yeah, they they cut him mid-season right after he'd had a 100-yard game, by the way. Cut him in the middle of the season. And so why they, they don't even mention it in the show. That's so there weird. were several episodes that were like, uh, I mean, just kind of glossy, like, oh, the NFL's great, blah, blah, blah. It was kind of that crud. It was um, our like seventh, the, seventh loss in a row. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was kind of like that. But Dev- the cool thing was, I would say about the show, is that they, they got to do J.J. Watt's last game. That's cool. So that that just came out. If you out, haven't seen that uh, video last night. If you haven't seen that oh, video, yeah, no, I posted that on Instagram. I was like, dude, this is yeah, what happened. My, my eyes right were a little way. sweaty. Oh yeah, no, I told my wife, I was like, I'm I'm about to cry, and I'm I just want you to know it's about football. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even re- 49er related. Good or whatever. job to the Cardinals. Who only had him for two years. Yeah, like like they treated him right. Yeah, and and I mean, dude, and what a great last game. I mean, mm-hmm. two sacks, yeah. dude. Brock Purdy was running for his life there for a little bit. Um, I mean, he he was 
in my mind that day the best defensive player on the field for the day. Mm-hmm. No, I mean he's clearly handing off a torch to the guy who's playing, you know, for the red and gold, like uh, in and uh, season sack leader there, Bosa. But like, and or his brother when his brother's healthy. Oh yeah, no, no fair because his brother, his brother's elite. Uh, yeah. I mean, those are the two. In, it, those those the two. two and Miles are the three best in the yeah. league. Yeah, um, I kind of interchangeable except for Miles is super emotional and a distraction uh, to his team. But whatever. Um, but no, it's just really cool to see that be the last episode of the show. I mean, it really ended well. But I wanted to say all that because they had to talk about him firing a coach. They had to deal with Kyler Murray like playing, not playing, and then uh, is he playing Call of Duty? Yeah, <laughs> they, <laughs> did they, they did talk not, about it. They did not talk about video games once oh, in the show. Dang. Not from what that, I saw. I don't remember so any funny. discussion about video games. Like the, it was funny how, uh, the stuff that they had to go through, but um, you you know why he got fired, and it's because he lost control of the room. Like Kyler's out in left field, he has to let go of a coach. GM is dealing with health and uh, issues along the way. Well, I mean, they're very real. All that mm-hmm. was a primetime game on a night Thursday night when like Kyler Murray's yelling at Cliff to like chill the f out, yeah. like doing all that it, kind it of was, nonsense. It was not pretty, and there was there's all that. And but to be honest though, like. Uh, you know, Kingsbury, like it, he didn't ever seem to not be coaching well or doing a good job with his players, but you have to take ownership of the staff and then the mm-hmm. 200 plus million dollar dude on your team. Mm-hmm. And those were the two things that he didn't do. Yep. And, and that's why he got fired. I mean, they, they won what, four games. That's why they, I think he's a lousy fired, coach. <laughs> I, I didn't think he did. A, you watch him in the show and you're like, dude, this guy's a good TV and B seems pretty legit and a good dude. He's going to be but, a pretty good offensive coordinator mm-hmm. yes. for yes, maybe the Patriots. Yep, that's what it was like. Ooh, he he, like he interviewed with yeah. the Patriots well, or they wanted to. Well, there's, there's a guy that was coaching I mean, it up there. It depends if Bill never. O'Brien's going over there or not. Oh, that's come on. Don't thing. do it again. Well, oh, he, you know you know Bill Belichick. Yeah. He's well, like, come, come back into the yeah. fold. Yeah, I know. Is, isn't Bill O'Brien with Alabama? Was he? Yeah, he's, uh, he's a coordinator uh, or something. He's doing the senior associate role basically. You know. Mr. Um, I'll, I'll tell him some stuff. Yeah. You know, here's, a pay, here's a paycheck. Yeah. You know, look at the coaching staff we have, you know, have come to Alabama where we get massacred by Georgia. What? What? <laughs> the best team. Uh, dude, did you guys see that cringe? What's did you see that? Oh, freaking yes. Pollock on ESPN so looking Nick Saban in the eye and telling him Georgia has taken over college football and Taking Nick Saban couldn't fo- say by nothing s- by storm he said by storm say nothing Nick Saban had to eat it because he knew he wasn't wrong <laughs> <laughs> well, oh then, my gosh well, that was and, awesome and, and and then like it was like Barstool Sports on Twitter was like it was like Paul did him dirty blah 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 and then he retweeted that and was like no lies there no, like, no dude, lies detected, awesome. bro. Yeah, like, no lies detected. You, you, no already know lies that, detected. you already know that Alabama's going to go undefeated next oh, year, right? Oh, so good. Stop. <laughs> just, just because Saban's best. Oh, probably. I mean, but, uh, but again, I will Georgia, say, the Alabama loaded. fans, Georgia. they, got, they got their moment in the sun, i.e. watching TCU just get demolished. Oh, my gosh. TCU and then, and then being like, told you so. I still can't believe that I, people thought that that was even going to be close. I, I, the whole I, time, I, yeah. I was like, Texas Christian University? No. Versus the Georgia football yeah. Bulldogs. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, by the way, uh, well, there was some clown who bet like a couple million dollars. Oh yeah. Was, on the did, was it the was it the big bet dude? Oh yeah. Was Matt the Mac? Mac? I don't know, I don't know his like name, him. but I know the guy you're talking about. Because yes, Matthew Mac, the, the he Astros won big guy. for the Astros. Yeah. 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 The biggest winnings ever yeah. on legal sports betting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. Like, obviously, the Astros were going to win the World Series. I don't know why. The, 
that was like so such a big deal because he just put so much money into it. Yeah, well, no, but he dropped like, it early. That was the thing. His he big, dropped it yeah, early. He dropped oh. it early, so the like, bet it's, paid off long. It's yeah. So yeah. clear that the Astros were going to win. Yeah, I mean, it, at that point, it's like easy. Every, yeah. everyone's like, everyone's like, "Whoa, I can't believe he did." I'm like, "You kidding me?" But I, the amount of mattresses this man sells because of his <laughs> betting is that is that where addiction? the name came from? Oh yeah, I don't know this guy. Yeah, no, that's he's a big furniture dude in Texas. Oh okay, so he has to drive over the state line in Louisiana to do all these to bets. Because that's where it's legal. He can't do it in Texas. Well, he got plenty of gas money. Uh, bro, he yeah, he's yeah, he's pretty stinking sick. And it's funny because like he literally drove over and then he has to call customer service and be like, hey, can I do this? And they're like, yeah, we'll let you do that on the account. Okay, go ahead. And then he can actually put in the amount because they have to like okay his bets before he does it. But he still has to punch it in through their little site. Otherwise, it's illegal. Can't do it over the phone. <laughs> so, but he has a call customer service, set it up to his account. Then That's they funny. have to put it. And then he has, he literally said he sat in the gas station uh, parking lot in somewhere right over the border in Louisiana, made his bets. He's like, yeah, then I just gassed up my, my Cadillac, went inside, got a beverage, and then I drove back over to Texas. <laughs> like, so and then funny. like uh, great $20 story. million dollars later, whatever oh, insane dude, it number it was. But yeah, no, the, I was going to say the best thing that came out of the flipping uh, national championship was the all the Stetson Bennett uh, memes because that was yeah. incredible. Or them so eating wings on the sidelines oh, yeah. in the middle of the game. In so the middle awesome. of the game. Uh, yeah, the game went exactly how we all thought. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, I, I, I made a remark before the playoff on, uh, I think it was Barstool. I commented on one of their things. And, I, and this guy's going off about TCU and quality wins and all this stuff. And I said, dude, you guys barely beat... Like all of these teams, you let Maryland hang in there. You let all these teams like walk with you through the all four quarters and then walked out six, seven points ahead. You're not going to do that against Georgia. That's they had some good ranked wins, but they yeah. when you compare yeah. that versus like an SEC schedule. Right. It just doesn't and, compare. And I will say number two was not playing for Michigan when uh, when they played TCU. Mm hmm. And that is the difference maker in college football in terms of guys you're handing the ball off to right now. Like he is the most dynamic running back in college football. And genuinely, like it, the fact that he wasn't playing in the game made all the difference because you put him out there and you can't stop that offense. Like you literally can't stop that guy. Yeah. So but I, I also want to say this. That game is the reason why I do not care about college football as much as the NFL. Because yeah, bad. because the way that it goes, almost every time, the 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 favorite to win is going to win, and they're going to win by thirty points. Yeah. That's always how it goes. And so, the, and so, but the beautiful thing about <clears throat> the NFL, the Jaguars can put almost forty points on the Chargers. Yeah, and the Jags are a way inferior team in my like like skill wise, position wise, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And yet that happened. Like this whole like nonsense people saying like oh the college football is so much better because these kids are they're, they're, they're not playing for money they're playing well, they are now well they first are yeah, well, they're playing, they're playing hold for on. money first of all they have been yes <laughs> now they are legally, legally. Oh, yeah <laughs> NCAA allowing it yeah no but also like just that nonsense every time it, yeah. There's never really close college football games. Nope. There are some close well, ones. I mean, there, there yeah. are close ones. Uh, our Civil War this year was close. Yeah, we, which yeah. did not end up Go in Beavs, our favor. By the way, was yeah. uh, was that yeah. was no, no, there totally can be. But when it's stuff like that, rivalry week is awesome. Yeah, rivalry week is, is Ohio awesome. State. Remember Georgia when was, was up by ten? Was the bowl game was like the championship essentially yeah. this year? Yeah, whoever beat that game had the opportunity to destroy TCU. But like, yeah, but like, but like to sure. me. The, the 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 national championship was just the epitome of everything I do not like about college football. It is it genuinely like there is a separation between it's, the it's high massive. and the lows and the or the high and the middle of college football. Dude, the expanded playoff will help. 
Absolutely. Because then you won't have you. TCU barely squeeze in because you blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Everybody Quality wins, record. but... Yeah. Everybody knows I've been screaming about this for the past two football seasons on this podcast. I flipping hate four teams in the playoff. Stupid. I asked for eight out of the gate. I was so mad when they didn't do it originally. We're, we're going to 12. It's going to happen. Especially when it's you know ranked by committee and yeah. not just straight up record like mm-hmm. in the NFL where it's like, okay, you clearly have this or that yeah. tiebreaker in this record. You're in the playoffs. There's yeah. not anything we have to worry about. There's too many college teams. We need to expand it a little bit more. So like you know, bring Bama back into it. Obviously, yeah. Bama is better than TCU. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And put, it's not put Bama in there. Put close. Clemson in there. Like, let's, yeah. let's, let's see you, you expand teams. it. You weed out those teams that are here because they have a good record and yeah. some quality wins and they just didn't lose versus Bama lost. But yeah, you know, right. Come on. It's Bama. Right. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm super pumped to see uh, genuinely every, uh, you know, it's going to be basically every power five conference champion. Yeah, and then teams uh, pushing to make it to that last spot. I mean, uh, uh, the yeah, inclusiveness make, of where it's headed is awesome, and it's what we deserve. It's what college it makes football every game, deserves. It makes every game more competitive. I mean, just like absolutely, even people complain about the playing thing with the NBA, but it makes yeah. those games, those games in the season matter. No, like I, I am hearing that the top four, because the, what they've decided is that there's going to be twelve teams in. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hearing is the top four are going to get a bye. I, and and uh, and that's how it's going to play out. So it'll it'll that. be it, it, it's still twelve teams, but top four get the buy. I got no issue with yeah. that. I actually really yeah. like that. I, if you're playing for that, that makes yeah. a lot of because sense. Because I mean, if then at least the NFL hat used to have the four four yeah. teams get a buy. Yeah, there's something to fight for. So there's still like okay, you're the number one team in the nation. You're the twelfth team in the nation. There should be and and what I'm hearing too is there. what they're going to do is they're going to move that up. So the week before Christmas, we're going to get first round, and they're going to own Friday Saturday. Because high school football will be over. Makes right. perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yeah. High school football will be over. They give them Christmas off. <laughs> they give them Christmas off in quotations. Yeah. And then they come back and we get the tournament of eight teams. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I love that. So uh, super pumped for it. We need to get into our stuff. We were, There's our quick catch we, up we on all things. We could not, though. We could not. Uh, yeah, we could that. not. And this could not be about the playoffs. But I need to go at one of the teams that did not. We're going to go off, uh, after the five teams that didn't make the playoffs that probably could have, should have, would have. They're close. Um, there are five teams. And we, we identified th- those based on record and those that were in it the last week. Uh, but there is one specific team that I want to harp on to start this segment um, because they should be in the playoffs. They're a good team. They have weapons. They have the defense to do it. The Packers should be in the playoffs. They had control of their destiny, and they screwed it up in the last game in the, uh, of the regular season, 22-23 uh, season. And I want to say that specifically, there's one reason why. Okay, that's what we're going to do with this segment. All five teams. One reason why. Ayahuasca? His name is Aaron Rodgers. It is 100% his fault. And for anybody that has been an Aaron Rodgers defender, which I have many times defended this dude, you can no longer defend this guy. This is not a hot take. At some point, you can't just blame it on the receivers. You can't it's not even keep, a lukewarm take. No, you can't. You can't keep blaming youthful receivers when you aren't getting it done. Rodgers didn't have a multiple touchdown game in December or January. The last multiple touchdown game he had was Thanksgiving weekend against the Eagles in a game that they lost. I think it was by three. Okay. 
but that was the last time he threw multiple touchdowns. You don't play December football. You don't play January football, which is now a thing because we got 18 weeks. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs. For the first time in his career, he finished a full season without hitting 300 yards passing in a single game. Bum. Are you kidding me? That's a starting quarterback in the NFL? Is garbage. Two-time two MVP. Back-to-back MVP. Garbage. Right Super Bowl. Super Bowl he winning. finished with just 3,700 yards, which was his career low for any season he played 14-plus games in. He also turned the ball over 16 times and threw just one more touchdown, 26, than his previous low of 25 just a few seasons ago. So genuinely, it's his fault. He just wasn't good. His defense is good. His receiver's catch rate was average. He had an excellent run game. You cannot take it out on those guys at all. Yeah. Because uh, seriously, I mean, you got a battering ram coming home all of a sudden. Jones was catching just fine out of the backfield and was available more than he has been in the subsequent three seasons. Um, it's not them. It's you. It's time to call it a career. And I think he does. He's 39. Canton is calling. Let's be done. Aaron Rodgers, it's your fault that the Packers didn't go to the playoffs. Period. That's my take. I wanted to see this team in the playoffs. I want the 49ers to have the Packers in the playoffs. It's an annual tradition yeah. that we beat the living crud <laughs> out of them and send them home. I wanted this to happen. I enjoy that game. I enjoy a text message to our friends uh, that uh, that are Packer lovers that goes out every year, and then they ignore me for a couple yeah, of weeks. You have I to understand. turn off the automated uh, reminder message that would yeah, go out. To I them. know. I, I mean, uh, Damien, who listens to the show, uh, does get a text message from me every year. I wait a few days. I'm nice about it. I will give him a few days and say, "Hey, man, at least you tried." Something <laughs> like that. Okay. Um, but no, it was, uh, I, I was bummed about it. I really did want them to make, obviously I don't want the Seahawks to make it. That's all another goal that I have, sure. um, or, or thing that I hope for. So it was just despicable. And, and again, I, I think he's got to shoulder the blame. I agree. I would have rather had another team in the playoffs. Absolutely. That they happen to play. I don't know if. We want to go with me yet because I'll have a bit of uh, explaining to do to get to my point. But... You can. That's fine. You can. Okay. Well, we'll do it real quick. We'll, and I'll f- we'll take the team that they, that they played. That's fair. Okay. Okay. There's a little transition. I'll, I'll try to make this front half quick because I can't not explain this little metric thing Yeah. because it's going to come in later and okay. it's going to make sense for this too. So basically real quick, I, I like to use this metric DVOA. It's fairly popular in the advanced analytics world. Um, I don't care to break down exactly what it means and all the percentages, but basically they apply ranks for total DVOA and DVOA is just a system that breaks down. Can you every, say what DVOA stands for? Yeah, I'm giving the definition. Okay, okay, okay. Right now. Okay. Sorry. Um, it stands for def- uh, defense adjusted value over average, which sounds really complex, but basically it's a system that breaks down every single NFL play and compares a team's performance to a league baseline based on a situation in order to determine the value over average. So it's basically saying, here's the average line. Are you above or below this by what percentage? Got it. And, and so it, it takes into account just different variances. If you watch James and move his hands up and down when he says it, it makes even more it, sense. It does make more sense. I'm a visual guy. Um, so. But there's total DVOA. There's weighted DVOA, which is just, you know, adjusting. So things later in the season are more valuable than oh, early in the okay, season. So, like, so yeah, trends, you know, towards the end. Sort of the end. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then there's offensive and defensive DVOA, 
Um, so that just ranks them based off of their strength of opponents, fumbles, kept or lost, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it kind of keeps all those in there. And without getting too much into the percentages and having to keep track of um, you know, those four main categories where ranked one through 32, okay, we have to remember uh, you know, the Niners versus Seahawks, you know, for example, which we'll get into later. Here's the four different metrics, and now you have to remember these four different numbers, how they're ranked. I was like, I just want to come up with one number that I can assign to these teams <laughs> to make it a little bit easier. So I took those offensive, weighted, defensive, and total numbers, added them up, kind of like a golf score. You want to have a lower score. Okay. So the teams that rank higher are going to have a lower number. Yep. Gotcha. But I was like, you know, let's take this golf analogy a little bit further. Let's find out what par is. So I decided that par is going to be the average number of only playoff teams. This is now the nerdiest crap we've yeah, done on the show. literally. Exactly. I, I was going hard. I took okay. two, two months off. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, playoff teams, their average of the total weighted offensive, defensive, cool, they have, they're all kind of floated around like 10, yeah. whatever. Add them up, okay. count to 45, 45 is par. So a team like the Niners, which we'll get into, they had a 10-stroke a score. So they had a negative 35, basically. Okay. Gotcha. So that's how the numbers, and those will come into play later once we start gotcha. getting okay. playoffs. So the reason I say all of that is because the Lions, as a playoff team, had a plus three score. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Well, when we get to some of the other playoff scores, okay. the teams that are in there, you'll see how much better of a score that is. Oh. And realistically, it's all because of how bad their defense was. Yeah. So... Um, I think the reason that the Lions aren't in the playoffs is pretty simple. They had what I think is easily the worst defense in the league. Maybe the Bears are up there. You want to make that argument? I'll hear it. Post Roquan. Yeah. Um, The Lions allowed the most total yards per game, just over 392 per game. That's so bad. The third most pass yards per game at uh, 245.8, and the fourth most rush yards per game allowed at 146.5. Holy crud. So they are bottom five or last in all defensive metrics for yards allowed. Um, that doesn't even continue to tell the story, though. Um, where they really struggle is in the red zone. They ranked 27th in opponent red zone touchdown scoring, allowing touchdowns just under 64% of the time in the red zone. They ranked last in yards per play allowed at 6.2 and 30th in opponent third down conversion percentage at just over 45%. So basically, as we all know, you could score on the Lions. You you were getting points all day. Yeah. I mean, we saw that earlier. We were actually just talking pre-show, Grant, about that Niners or that uh, Lions-Seahawks game at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Lions put up, what, 45 points? Yep. Still lost? Yeah. How? (laughs) Because you allow 48 points or whatever? That's just Mm -hmm. absurd. That's bad. So... To put that DVA, uh, DVOA numbers into perspective, going to like the actual 1 through 32 ranks that they have, they were ninth in total DVOA. They were 6th in weighted, which means by the end of the season when they were going on a run, okay. I think winning 8 of their last 10, yeah. mm-hmm. they were ranked 6th in that category. They were the 5th offensive DVOA, Ooh. and they were the 28th defensive Jeez. DVOA. So basically, when you add up all of those scores... The defensive one is what really, if they had an average defense, not only would they be in the playoffs, but they would probably be like in the, a top 10 team in football, I would say, arguably. Yeah. Um, and with my new weighted score, they have a better, what I'm calling JDVOA. <laughs> I'm calling it that. 
um, they have a better. So that plus three mm-hmm. is better than these playoff teams: the Seahawks, the Chargers, the Jags, the Giants, and the Bucks. Makes sense. So okay. If, if you keep track, that's better than every wild card team that's not the Dolphins, who barely just had a better score than them, which I calculated to be minus three. So they were only a few points apart. So basically, they could have been better than any wild card team. Only teams that won their division were a better team than the Lions, in my opinion. Um, only the Giants, Falcons, Raiders, and Bears had a worse defensive DVOA. None of those teams cracked top 20 in their total DVOA score. Hmm. Um, for comparison, their scores, from my estimation, the Giants had 33, the Falcons had 39, the Raiders had 53, and the Bears had 73 oh to gosh. the Lions' three that I, again, made up. Holy cow. So they were that much better than the other teams that were down there with them in the defensive metric. We, can we just say how bad also, too, that means the Bears were? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they oh were They were basically... Gosh. There's a reason they have the number one pick, folks. They were basically 30th or worst or high 20s in yeah. every category. Dang. Um, Dang. The, the sad part about that whole thing and why I think they would have been so good in the playoffs is they had a top five scoring offense. Yeah which is more than the Niners, Bengals, Vikings, Jags, Dolphins, and Chargers, who are also all playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Like I had mentioned, they went eight of their last 10. They went on one. Um, they actually had the fourth overall uh, highest score and turnover differential with a plus seven, which I think also speaks to how good their offense was. Yeah. And while they did generate turnovers, and we should get credit for that, they just still allowed way too many points. Oh, yeah. So... I would have loved to see them in the playoffs. Absolutely. Instead of the Packers, personally. Oh, best case scenario, Seahawks lost, Packers lost, it, Lions well, won. You know, that was my best case the, scenario of the day. If the if one, the Rams pull it off against the Seahawks and also don't get screwed by the refs, then they are in the playoffs. Mm. Also, if Baker knows how to throw to a 10-yard wide open Van Jefferson in overtime instead of floating it up there to get picked by Quandre Diggs. Oh, then we're that. also yeah, awesome play. Then we're I, also keeping Seattle the playoffs awesome in the play. Lions. I, I may have looked away for like two seconds, then turn around saw was Diggs cheering on the sideline. I'm like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, it was the best part. He picks it and points at Bobby Wagner as he's walking yeah, out of also bounds. Also, a penalty Ooh. that did not get called. That is a taunting. Oh, that is true. That is, that is, that that is, is true. You can't point it. Yeah, it's true. You can't point players. So <laughs> cannot, but he did. So not that I'm salty about that because I, you know. World Championship banners hang forever. Congrats, um, you would have had six but, wins. But we could have kept Seattle out of the playoffs, and then the <laughs> Lions would have gone awesome. on to do what the Lions did. Yeah. And they had no reason to even go out and fight for that game, but we know Dan Campbell's going to keep them ready. And they Prove keep, me wrong. Like, yeah. If we're not in, you're not in either. We're taking Matt and I were talking. I was upset so. because I was like, these games should be at the same time. So that way the Lions have something to play for, which I still think should have happened at the same time. Well, they got Dan flexed. Campbell's a boss. You you owe it to your guy. I mean, like, this. Yeah. He's the hey, dude. He said at the beginning. Of uh-huh. the Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. the 2022 Detroit Lions are the team that can, can and, and will. will. And they did. And they yeah. did. They did. They kicked the Packers so, out of the playoffs. And they're team, flying high going into next season because they are. That like, team dude, rolling. like for them, yeah. for them, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. I really think that only winning a Super Bowl would have given them more momentum as a team. That's ah, about dude. it. Like, they they knocked the way their, to end on with a winning record on a win, winning eight of ten, and then out in, your Lambeau, rival, in Lambeau you, sweeping Green Bay for the season. Uh, oh, keeping them can out. We, can we say Jared one Goss of the coolest good play calls ever? 
The DeAndre oh, Swift, dude, that DeAndre the, Swift pitch, the, uh, the little awesome. quick, quick curl, hook and ladder. The, yeah, I mean, oh, no, I don't know screen. if you would even call it. Yeah, it's like a screen out, and then he just tosses it to him as he's about to get murdered. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was seventeen dope. yard pickup right there. And that yeah, was an amazing and then game. to go forward on fourth and down because I mean, on, on fourth and down, fourth down, uh, <laughs> fourth but, and uh, two, fourth, fourth and one, yeah, a long some, one. I think it was a long. It was one. a long one, but like genuinely, awesome. <laughs> to Jameson's point. They didn't trust their defense to do jack squat in oh, that yeah. situation. Like, we're already not in it. So we're going we to put whatever. our best yeah. players on the field right now. Yeah, and, and they all offense. happen to be offensive. Yeah, yep, <laughs> all of them. And dude, what a cool way to like end the NFL season. Like that was awesome. It really was. As much as I I wanted to see the Packers in the playoffs or the Lions, I would have been good either way personally. Yeah, but knowing that knowing that the Packers had to win. I my my cheering got reversed, but it wasn't too bad of a stint because yeah. it's you know good for the Lions. Yeah. I mean, we're, we are yeah. Dan Campbell people. We we've talked on this about podcast. We love that guy a million times. Like if you are rooting against the Lions, if you hate the Lions, you have no you're, soul. Yeah, you're a terrible person. Yeah, yeah you I'm are. Sorry. Oh yeah, you're I mean especially if, if you did go watch those Hard Knocks episodes, you can see how much those guys genuinely give a crud. I'm yeah. you do not see that so, in the Arizona version. I, by I'm the way. pretty <laughs> high on them going to next season. Also, shout out Jared Goff are. for yeah. actually being a legitimately good quarterback this year. He did yeah. a great job. Yeah, he's, he he's a top 10 quarterback on most metrics. Like he did a great job. Seven around uh, the seven that, or eight. But, like eight, but nine, problematically, Jared Goff's going to have Jared Goff problems next year because they're probably going to lose that OC. Probably. They, I, yeah, he's, he's interviewing yeah, he's for every Johnson. head coaching job that's out there yeah. right now. I think he's already interviewed at like two places. Yeah, but but I mean, and we're going to touch on that a little bit later. Um, we'll see. There, that's a stacked group. Uh, you know, like there, there's a lot of, I mean, if Sean Payton's really going to take a job, right. We'll talk about it in a little yep. bit, but uh, maybe he stays Grant. So I, got? I got two, I'm going to say one that's just, it's fairly simple. And then I'm going to go to the next one because okay. that's what I have stats on. So the commanders didn't make the playoffs because of two words, Carson Wentz. Oh, that is why uh, this man makes the most idiotic decisions I have probably ever seen in the NFL. He just loves playing for the other team. That's actually what happens. He's actually a double agent. He's getting paid by the commanders and then whatever team he's he's playing against. They the commanders thought that their answer at quarterback was Carson Wentz. That's what they thought. And they made their bed and they have to lay in it. Yeah. That, that that's literally it. They had no consistent quarterback play at all this season. The defense was fine. Middle of the pack. It, it took a step back from what it has been in the past. Like I think he had a couple good games. I think he had a couple good games. Yeah. Um. He. I, I was. I honestly really hoping that he would be the answer because yeah. like that'd be such a cool story. Yep. Like and especially when he won. When he didn't he win a playoff game. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. And now, and now he's going to be a ten million dollar backup. Yeah. And That's and like he's he's probably one of the he's probably like the thirty four thirty fifth best quarterback. Oh, in I, the film. I, I think he might crack the top thirty. There's a few starters. Oh, yeah. To be yeah, yeah, probably. That's yeah, why I'm Wilson. saying that. Zach Wilson. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's fair. <laughs> well, he's third yeah. stringer now. So, yeah. yeah. Zach Wilson's going to be on a new team. He's Josh Rosen 2.0. Uh, yeah. Ugh. No, he's Zach Wilson 1. He, he stands <laughs> yeah. alone. This he stands new, alone, this man. This is a new standard of bad. Hey, yeah. Hey, at least Josh Rosen employed, though. Just saying. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, but so pretty much that's the commanders. Their defense took a step back. The front seven has been actually really dominant for, you know, they've been really yeah. good. That front seven. When they're healthy, man. Yeah. That front seven's legit. Um, Chase Young came in in November, I believe, because he had that ACL injury. Um, so ma- game, maybe, yeah. maybe having him back, uh, having him a whole season, maybe they'll be able to take a step forward. Um, that secondary is not very good nope. either. So that's a big reason. But honestly, for me, it's not the, it's the consistent quarterback play. They just didn't have it. And also, apparently, head coach didn't know that they were eliminated from the playoffs. 
That was funny. That's a uh, yeah. Riverboat wrong. You're a great guy, but your coaching is pretty suspect. <sighs> yeah, I think he's got. If he if his team starts off bad next year, I think he's gone before November. Well, he, he, yes, because he pulled the OC. The, he did. The, oh yeah, OC's gone. Yeah, that was his like, dude that was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. the day before in Carolina. Yeah. I yeah. saw the announcement, and then they're like, "Okay, when do you announce that you're firing yourself?" <laughs> yeah, so I think I think if they're off to a bad start next year, he's gone before November. Yeah, if, so apparently in October, that's when he's firing himself. Yeah, I yeah. That, that's my guess. Um, nice guy, great story, fighting cancer, all that stuff. That's great. Um, but yeah, they 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 need some revamp. They need to be a little more dynamic on offense. They have the receivers. I yeah, mean, they do. Jahan Dotson. I kind of we all kind of clowned that pick. You know at. 16 or whatever they yeah but they then picked. i drafted him in fantasy I drafted when him, he, he played when he played dude was electric yeah. scary terry did also take a step he took a step back this year at the beginning he, but he came on he did come he like, did come he on did. he had mm-hmm. a, he had a really slow start though yes. i was i was not starting him because yeah he was really rough I think it, but then who was the other guy um it's samuel yeah, Curtis Samuel, yep. dude, he popped off for a yep. bit there too. Like they've got some yeah. dynamic. I mean, you put a real quarterback in there; it's yeah. a different story. Absolutely. But. Well, and that's what I, I, I legitimately was like. I think I thought this. I thought Carson Wentz could do it. I was like, he has weapons. J- I was like, the homie can still Jim, sling J- Jimmy, J- Jimmy, Derek Carr. Um, I, I'm thinking the Jets. I, I know I, the Sala thing makes sense. If, I, if I was the Commanders, I would trade for Derek Carr. That's what I would do. Uh, he's a good yeah. fit. Yeah, he's a good fit. That's what I would do. I would he's, give. That's good. I would give that's my first deal. and the third. He's, for Derek he's Carr. in that Kirk Cousins line where it's like you're yeah. not asking him to do too much. You're just asking. And you don't him need to him to. You don't need Derek Carr. Like, but I think I think both those guys you. make sense in both those places. Yeah, yeah. All right, because all you need is a good. If all you need is a quarterback, because Commanders top ten defense, mm-hmm. Jets are about I think ten or eleven on defense. They um, might be higher than that actually. I think the highest rated corner was Sauce. Oh yeah, no, he was. And also, by the way, they're probably not going to come up in conversation. I don't think we have them anywhere. Actually, I, you have the Jets. Is nope. that one? See, no. okay. So, real quick on the Jets, if Brees Hall doesn't get hurt, That's regardless who's quarterback, I think they're in the playoffs. That's a playoff team. Yeah, probably. Uh, dude had he had probably, uh, they, they, they probably seven kicked, games kicked in. the Dolphins out of the playoffs. They take yeah. the Dolphin spot. Oh yeah, oh, seven yeah. games in. He was at six hundred and eighty total yards and five touchdowns. He. Mm-hmm. And that, he was he my last the chance in fantasy this year. He was my last chance yep. in, in my money league, at least. And then as soon as that was gone, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, five wins. Yeah, he was my <laughs> third round pick in uh, every single team. I, yeah. yeah, about me too. So, um, but yeah, so pretty much one. that's Commanders. Next one, essentially, it's, well, we're talking about the Titans. Essentially, all the problems that James said about the Lions defense, the Titans had an offense. I'm going to give you fair. some stats. So first up, can you guess who their number one receiver was in terms in terms of yards? Was this year? Uh, was was it Traylon? It was not. Okay, Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> but they probably uh, wanted him. No, I I cannot. It's Robert Woods. It was Robert. Okay, I was going to okay. say that, but it seemed guess obvious. how many yards? Six hundred. Less four eighty. It's in between those two. Five twenty-five. Oh, you were five twenty-seven. Oh, okay. This is the wide receiver one. Yeah, that's not coming off a of torn ACL last year, by the way. Yeah, five hundred and twenty-seven yards from their uh-huh. number one receiver. Uh-huh. Their number, their number one draft pick, Traylon Burks, who was supposed to pretty much replace AJ Brown, four hundred and forty-four yards with one touchdown. Yes, and he was injured, injured a lot. He was injured a lot. Injured a lot. But this wide receiver core was horrendous. Hey, you know what? Between really would have been good between their top two guys. They didn't crack a thousand yards. Yeah, that's. 
really bad. That's so bad. That's less terrible. yards that than so, Brandon Ayuk did by himself. That is so bad. And their leading uh, touchdown receptor, the guy who had the, caught the most touchdowns, was a running back. It was Hillard. What do you have, like? Four. <laughs> he was their leading uh, pass catcher in terms of touchdowns. Their total uh, offense, they ranked 30th in yards. They couldn't even crack 300. Could not even crack 300. The only teams that had worse offense than them in terms of yards was the Texans and the Rams. Texans were 31, Rams were 32. In terms of And we were rolling on a JV team for like 12 weeks. Yeah. So, and then in terms of their passing, they averaged around 171 yards passing. Again, and the teams that ranked worse than them was Atlanta and Chicago. Also 30th there too. They also don't try to pass the ball in either of those states. Mm-mm. No, they did not. They just said decided to rely on Derrick Henry, who got 1,500 yards, which is good, but that's a, yeah. that's a step back for Derrick Henry. He was injured. I mean, it, but that is crazy, by the way. If we're thinking that 1,500 yards is a step back for a yeah. dude, well, that's for insane. King Henry. Yeah. That's Off insane. Year, that just shows how good. Yeah, that just shows how good he is. But yeah, they decided to rely on Ryan Tannehill after a really bad year last year. They're like, yeah, let's keep this guy. Um, and you do him. And then they're starting to roll out homies like uh, Joshua Josh Dobbs. Dobbs and yeah. Malik Willis as their quarterbacks. So, so in, in that, too, this is, this is the only team that fired a GM in the middle of the season. Yes. And it makes sense. I mean, Vrabel, Vrabel who we all respect a ton yeah. and, and know is a great coach because mm-hmm. he has overperformed as a coach. They had the, number one, they had the number one seed. They had the number one seed last year in the playoffs. I mean, thirteen and three. You, you kind of gotta sure? own it. I mean, it makes sense now. Like you're bringing all this up, it makes sense. Why? Because we were all like, "Why the crud do you fire a GM in the middle of the season?" Well, that GM got rid of AJ Brown, uh, who had a dynamite year with yes. a good quarterback mm-hmm. yep. on a great team uh, with yeah. an amazing offensive line. But uh, good run you know, game too. And like- then, <laughs> and then, I mean, what, what did he hit? Like sixteen hundred. Is that what he's at? I'll, Between I'll, 14 I'll and 16. Yeah, I don't have it off the top of my head, but well it was over a thousand. obviously fantastic. Double-digit touchdowns. Like, dude. I had him in fantasy. I yeah, lost. Two of those, like, three touchdown year. weeks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. games that were over the first half. And and they're watching that going off to the north, and they're watching their offense not hit 300 yards in a game, 171 in the air. Um, yeah, I would say that. A.J. Uh, Brown had 1,400, almost 1,500 yards, okay. 11 touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, he, he was, he was, him, he was so. four yards away from 1,500. Yeah. So. yeah. so, I mean, like, legitimately, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the offense was horrifying. Yeah. It was awful, awful product. Everybody should be fired on that offensive side of the football, on, like, for co- coaching staff. Including wise. Tannehill. Yes, Tannehill, Tannehill, Tannehill too. We, we he, had, said, he had the great Cinderella story coming from, yeah. the, from the Dolphins. He had, like, he had a great passer rating, completion percentage. We're like, hey, maybe he's... Re- his career that game he's against the Bengals last season in the playoffs broke him yeah he he's not a dude like no. he's not he like it when it comes to balling out in the fourth quarter he's not that guy mm-hmm. this is not and who I, he is so I, I also didn't know this was Malik Willis injured uh he did get hurt yes okay. uh that's why they played Dobbs okay because my other thing was if if Malik Willis wasn't injured I'd be like, you give him all the reps yeah. because he's got to be your dude for the future. If, if, I mean, if you're, I mean, they, they draft him like the third, fourth round or whatever it was. Drafted him way late. So he doesn't have to be. You're not committed to him like a first round pick. So I'm like, you're obviously showing that you're trying to invest him. Give him as many reps as possible for the next season because the games he was out there, whew, it's either, there's a reason, yeah. there's a reason yeah. that he, I mean, he fell the way he did. Right. It's either that or they just 
literally were not ready to even put him out there yet, which might have been better. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if we're being fair about certain things, I'll 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 say this from like a a 49er fan perspective. Trey Lance was our starting quarterback this year, and when he went down uh, early on in the season, they replaced him with Jimmy, and uh, and then Jimmy goes down, and they go to Brock. Shanahan said this about the quarterback transition. He said going from Lance to Jimmy was incredibly hard. That was a really difficult transition for us because the play calling and the way we built the offense for Trey was completely different. Jimmy was just supposed to be our backup plan. And, but when we went from Jimmy to Brock, it was much easier because that was the exact same offense. Yeah. And so everybody was, okay, this is what we're doing. That's why yeah, the 49ers Willis made a trade they did and all that because yeah. they knew what they needed. Malik Willis is a completely different player from Tannehill. Totally. And, yeah. and yes. Completely and so I have to different. imagine that transition. Malik Willis is more like a up. Trey Lance-ish. Like that's, that's sure. Yeah. In terms of the style of offense, and you'd want to tailor it around. And that's to be fair, Dobbs is somewhere in the middle of those two. Like yeah. Dobbs is a little bit more, definitely more of a pocket passer than Malik Willis is, but he's got some legs yeah. and he can, he's got some yeah. escapability. He was just not accurate at all. I was I watched a lot of the or watched chunks of that last game and and saw him and I was I was kind of curious because I'd watch him a little bit in college and thought he was pretty good. So I was, I was disappointed to see how he threw. I mean, I think he only completed around fifty yeah. percent or even actually just a it's just longer. yeah. I think that it was. I honestly think it was a mistake from the trade AJ Brown. He's the best wide receiver they had had. For years, well, we were we, shocked. We, I was shocked. I mean, yeah. like we have I mean, to kind of. We were obviously shocked on draft when we were doing the pod live. Yeah, yeah. We did talk about how, hey, you know, if you can get a guy for eighty percent of the cost, you know, <laughs> yep. for whatever the cost is, thirty percent, eighty, eighty. Well, yeah, not cost was the wrong word. Lower cost for you know, call it eighty percent of the production. production. Yeah, um, yeah. And obviously, that's not what we got. And AJ Brown had an amazing season. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Call us out on that one. Sure, we were totally. definitely wrong. I mean, but totally, at the but, time, but, again, but it's, it's this weird thing that happens in the NFL where everyone's like, "Oh, you go for the proven commodity over the picks. You go for the proven commodity." That's always the thing. But then, but then, but then, but then, their GM was just like, "I know we're actually going to ditch our proven commodity that can easily clip over a thousand yards, get double digit touchdowns." They thought they had a system they could do it. They, they don't. They do not. They and, and to be fair, again. Burks got hurt. It was a lingering injury. Mm-hmm. So you really don't know what you have there yet. I mean, I watched that dude catch and run a couple times. Oh, yeah. He's freaking dynamic. I'm not, I'm not saying that he couldn't yeah. have a great, like, like so- sophomore year and, like, shoot up and, and hit yeah, the and that, thousand and that yards. comparison is legit. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a good comparison. He's a big body They dude. were still just expecting to contend for their division no. right, and be in the playoffs. And that's the yeah. sad thing is, like, you couldn't contend in this division. Yeah. Yeah, and that it is a bad, a really, really bad division. Yeah, um, but that's about it. Their offense was awful this year. It ranked among the worst. Well, in continuing that trend, the last team that could have, should have, would have been in was the Steelers. And again, I got two words for why they're not in the playoffs. Matt Canada. Absolutely horrific, non-NFL caliber and or quality play calling. The jet sweep is not meant to be run that many times in a game, you uh. idiot. If you do it more than three times in Madden, the rookie mode defense crushes you. You like, get it once. So bad. In Madden. This it, this is honestly just easy. Like He's genuinely running that play by the time, by the end of the season. It was like five plus times a game. He worked in a so variation bad. of the jet sweep. Um, I, I legitimately, when... Steelers games were on primetime. I did not watch them. I'm, I'm, I'm being <laughs> so completely boring. honest. They were awful games. The, the Steelers ranked in the bottom eight in all offensive stats, including total yards, passing, rushing, and of course, points. 
The only thing he did well was make important third down calls. I have to give credit where credit's due. Um, the I would Steelers, know, I didn't watch. The Steelers yeah. ranked second in the league on third downs. Now, that is because they didn't gain more than about five yards on any God-given play uh, on first and second down. So they were always third and something. Um, but they got pretty consistent at that. You could certainly argue that those, uh, those conversions did a lot for sustaining drives in the fourth quarter. Some of that's fair. But the lack of offensive production from a points perspective looks awful when you have a defense that ranked around 10th in uh, most every statistical category, and that's with missing some time from T.J. Watt. Uh, they're all pro player. Canada has to take ownership, and nobody is going to be shocked if he gets fired. Nobody. Like, nobody around the league is going to go, that guy deserved another chance. No, you had Najee, you had Pickens, and Deontay Johnson, who's a great young receiving core, good enough that they were fine with trading Chase Claypool in the middle of the season, yeah. which is obviously a good decision because that guy's a bad I heard of him in a uh, minute. Uh, no, uh, just remember when he was on the podcast? He's a top three receiver. Real top three receiver. Uh, clown. But, clown. Go back to the circus. <laughs> but I mean, Absolute with, with Najee, with those two, with Fryermuth, who uh, finished the year, I think it was sixth or seventh overall uh, in tight, as a tight end in statistical categories. Um, you know, and, and I like Pickett. I mean, he's going places. Way better than Trubisky, as we all know. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Jameson's hatred was affirmed. Um, Way better. But he, he, uh, he's got all these weapons, but being ranked 23rd in red zone touchdowns isn't helping. Neither is kicking the second most field goals in the red zone in the league. I don't love... And, and, and at the end of the day, those are his calls, by the way. Tomlin allows his offensive coordinator to make those decisions. Now, he can always override. He can. But if you watch and you go back and watch a game after game after game, Canada chose on fourth and two, fourth and one. I mean, I remember watching one where like Pickett could have literally just leaned forward and got it. And they're on like the five. And I'm in, and it's fourth and in inches. And he's like, eh, Boswell, just put three points on the board. <laughs> you know, our defense uh. is good. And I just, that brand of football stinks. Matt Canada stinks at coaching it, and that was a horrible, horrible offense. I will say the one thing that I enjoyed about this team, um, other than the fact that, that Najee was nice and got me double digits most of the year, um, was barely a, all was, the time, but it he was got scary it. the first like three weeks of the yeah, season, dude. Was, I was he like, he affirmed yeah. my pick. I was glad for that. He yeah. had a couple good games here and there for sure. They got a little bit, uh, they they rolled a little bit in a few games, got a little better. But um, the thing that was impressive was this was supposed to be the worst offensive line in the history of offensive lines, and they actually did pretty decent. They were middle of the road across all statistics, which for them is really good. Um, so if he did one if he did one other thing right other than third down, uh, credit to his coaching staff there with the offensive line. But this team was so good on defense. They have two all-pro defensive players. Uh, Fitzpatrick is absolutely... Awesome. Uh, a top two, three safety in the league. Dude, the, the ball uh, always just is. I don't know what it is about him. He's he, always in the right place for magnet, fumbles, for fumbles magnet. and picks, tip drills. Like he's always he's fantastic. His always instincts there. are incredible. Yeah. I mean, if they would have made it to the playoffs, T.J. Watt should have received at least one MVP vote. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 we we've said this many times on this podcast. That team goes as he goes. Oh, yeah. So don't get me wrong. Like I get it, and I understand what you're trying to quote unquote do is uh, is have your defense get you into good field position and execute. But when you get in that field position, 
you got to score touchdowns. you got to put yeah. points on you the board. And this settle. guy sucks. They should do like a Dragon Ball Z fusion dance with uh, Detroit and then have the Detroit offense with the Pittsburgh that team defense. That Super Bowl, man. And that, de- and that team is go. amazing. That also, the other side of that team with the Detroit defense <laughs> and the Pittsburgh offense is maybe the worst team of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the Lions. Or the, uh, the Bears. The Bears. Just this year. Uh, both yeah, sides. That, both sides. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. Do, do, do you guys see that like tweet from like September and it was like, the Bears are starting. It's like, the Bears started Oh, what was it? It started two and one. Do you really yeah, think they're going and one. one and 14 the rest of the way? <laughs> <laughs> they totally did. It was so awesome. Uh, I also, I need to give, as we get into the next segment, I need to give credit on two preseason predictions from the guys in this room that were absolutely fantastic. Uh, one, we're definitely going to highlight in just a moment, and, and that was Jameson absolutely called the Jaguars making the playoffs. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Um, Let's go. There was no... When we did the preview, uh, we didn't have high hopes for the Bears. Me and Jameson didn't. Grant legitimately said they were not going to win more than three at the most four games. Let's go. He Boom. said this out loud in our predictions episode. Uh, he he said out loud they may have the worst roster in football, and if these idiots don't do something good for Roquan, they're screwed. That is what he said. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, and they traded away Roquan. So for those of you that listen to this, and you're we like, know we're talking these about. morons yeah. don't know anything. Hey, you know what? We get some wrong, but yeah. every now and then we freaking also. Hit it. I will say that my Eagles Chargers Super Bowl pick may happen. That it is possible. It's it's, uh, it's uh, well, in there. You know, we'll get into the the, the matchups. Well, here. I don't yeah. feel real bad about my 49ers but, Bills right now. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. I oh, wait, no, did I, obviously I need to go Chargers. I yeah. was almost. Blown. I kind of got right cheeky here. and picked the Rams because I didn't know who to pick, but uh, you know, obviously that didn't, didn't yeah. work out. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I no, it was it was legitimately like, uh, like we we had a really good we had a really good run there. I was gonna I, go back and and listen because yeah. it's been so long. I and I don't like I don't write remember. down my stuff. I'm oh like, no, I, I got remember it. What I got I it right said. here. Oh, I yeah? have it, I literally have it right here. Jameson picked the Bills, Chargers, Bengals, Chiefs, Rams, Forty oh, ers Eagles, and the Packers. Okay, Packers wrong. Uh, Rams wrong. Other than that, he got it. Uh, he took the Bills versus the Rams of the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the Rams uh, winning? So, well, you know, yeah. to be honest, that's mostly because I didn't want to say Niners in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because yeah. Of why I don't want to manifest a, a Niners Super Bowl. <laughs> now, it just sounds Grant, terrible. I do have to correct you on something. Uh-oh, what's that? You did pick the Bills, Chargers, Chiefs, Ravens uh, as, our, as your division winners. So that, these are, By the way, these are oh, division so winners. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. I, we, didn't, we, didn't, we don't have wild card. We just took division winners here. Um and uh you took Chargers versus Bucks. I went Bucks. You did. Oh, yeah. Wait, I think I went Eagles. Then I switched to Bucks. I you think know what? You, you were panicking between the two. I was. That, but I, that was also not off we're the table. Not, we're not going to talk about the Eagles today. I don't think right because they have a buy. Yeah, we, we correct. correct. But as much as I don't believe in the Bucks, the Eagles are kind of a little banged up right now. They're they a are. lot banged up. And right so now. that yeah. Bucks pick might. Because of Tom Brady only. You, I, that's pretty much not, what I said. I do you not like, remember them I, allowing 40 points and losing to the Cowboys? Or 40 plus points, sorry. And losing to the Cowboys. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I, I do. I don't think it's going to happen, but it might end up I know. Give, having a better All chance. All I am saying is this. Every time they a bet against Tom Brady, like lose. It, the NFC yeah. Championship could be the Niners versus the Bucks. Yes. And I'm still yeah. taking the Niners all day there, unfortunately. Yeah. But 
You yeah. Know? Yeah. I definitely, um, definitely took the Niners, the Eagles, the Packers, and the Bucks, the Bills, Chargers, Bengals, Chiefs. So you nailed it. Swept it. Um, yeah. But I mean, so Jameson. So he, he, yeah. He, yeah. I, I missed it. So I missed it by one. I, I barely beat Jameson. Who did I go for the NFC West division winner? Did I go? Did I go Niners? No, you went Rams. I went Rams. Yeah. yeah. And I so and I did take the I have the the Bills Niners Super Bowl. So Bills Niners Super Bowl? Yeah. On the table. Yeah. So th- those were our predictions. Uh we're gonna get into now. Uh we're gonna jump over uh oops, I just pulled out of there. Where it is. Okay. We're gonna get into all the matchups that are coming up this weekend. Um we Super got Wild Card weekend. Three burning questions that we are going to ask and answer ourselves say this. on each one of these. I'm gonna say it. I think I said it last year. I hate this playoff format. I hate it. I hate the seventh team, even though it benefited my team this year. Still hate it. It's stupid. Two teams should have a bye. Sixth, it should be. It should be six teams. Fourteen teams in the playoffs feels like a, a bit much because yes. that's almost half the league. Yeah, which is why we're kind of. That's why this I, is stupid. We're ironically scraping the bottom of the barrel for some of these teams, right. but also having teams like the Lions or the Packers or whoever, where it's like they should yeah. legitimately be in the playoffs. They're good, but they're not. Yeah. But they still have too many teams in the playoffs. So yeah. I, I mean, I, this I, would be I, the, I the Dolphins and the Seahawks would be out, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Whatever. Seven, I think Dolphins are seventh seed. Yeah. It's stupid. I don't like it at all. I don't like the super wild card weekend. It's dumb. Stupid. They shouldn't have messed with it. Also shouldn't have messed with 17 games. Should have still been 16. I do not disagree Because also, I need the 8-8 eight eight Cowboys memes. I need the, them going 8-8. Yeah. Eight eight. I need I, that. I miss that. And I would no longer get 8-8. Eight eight. It's stupid. Roger Goodell. I also you still suck. I also still do sixteen game math in my head whenever I'm yes. thinking about records. Yeah. Like I know. naturally. No, I have to go like, oh, they're they're oh, they're twelve and five now, not twelve yeah. and four. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Well, I'm gonna get to what we all feel is the most lopsided game. I'm I'm gonna hit first here, um, and uh, and, it, and just get it out of the I way. I think I have the most lopsided game. I, was I I think I have the most. Which lopsided. one? Which one is that? I I have the Dolphins Bills. Oh, oh well, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, you're you're right. You're yeah, right. it is. No, so, no, Tua. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm just gonna read through my stuff here. I'm not gonna expound a whole lot. Jason's got the goat um, on his team. <laughs> Talking yeah, about one of those teams. Th- this is this is in my mind gonna be some ugly football. So the first question though that I do want to ask is: Can Mike McDaniel get enough offense with Skyler Thompson at quarterback? Who? Uh, exactly. The Finns. I'll be honest with you guys. I definitely when I first Googled um, some, I want to get some stats on Skyler Thompson. Um, I definitely Googled Shaq Thompson. Because <laughs> uh, I forgot his name, <laughs> so I know the Shaq Thompson is the linebacker. Listen, uh, Panthers. Had, had, had once you started getting into Panthers, yeah. third yeah. string yeah. quarterbacks <laughs> for teams that haven't been very good lately. What, what it's like, insane let's... stat? This has been the most court starting quarterbacks in the season, yeah. and it's not even close ever. Well, it, some teams legitimately went three deep multiple hey, times. They did, and it's going. Jets, Jets and it's did. going. Do you guys, good. Did. Do you guys want to know the only the only quarterback who played every snap at quarterback for their team? Is oh, it Tom Brady? I, just, I just read. Is this. it Tom Brady? It's Geno Smith. Oh, I, I, I read that every okay. every snap at quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent of the snaps. Right. So, I mean, I keep, oh thought. no, that Tom came out in the blowout against the Niners and like another. He didn't get injured or anything like yeah. this yeah. year, but yeah, just um, his heart broken. So I'll go. Oh, the the question again was: Can McDaniel get enough offense yeah. uh, with Skyler Thompson at quarterback? Just a broken home. The Finns. <laughs> Gosh dang it, guys. We're I got to get this broken one. adults in society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Finns average 16.6 points per game with him as starter in three full games this year. He's one and two in those games with 422 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. 
He doesn't run at all, but he has decent pocket awareness. He hasn't given up many sacks, just four in those three games. Short answer, no, they're not going to get enough offense because the Bills defense is still really good. Um, yeah. Despite missing some players, we'll talk about that in a moment. That defense is still really good. Uh, on the flip side of this, question number two, is the Bills offense stoppable? The Bills are the number yes. two offense overall behind the Chiefs, and the margins aren't that wide between them, uh, those two teams in several statistical categories. They averaged almost 400 yards and 30 points per game uh, over the course of the season. But honestly, the better question might be, can Josh Allen be stopped? Dude finished the last seven games on a tear with 15 touchdowns, four interceptions, and 1,550 yards while rushing for 180 yards and another three touchdowns. Dude's playing on another level, and he's doing it right now. We know that the key to winning in the playoffs is getting hot at the end of the year and grinding that momentum. We see teams that get hot at the right time take off. Happened with the 49ers last year. They got that last win against the Rams and got to play extra football. I had to play three extra games uh, because of it. You know, it, it just happens for some of these teams at the right time. The last question, are the Bills the best team in the playoffs? Maybe. 14-3 and three, with their three losses being by a total of eight points. 3-3-2. Three, three, and two. They lost to the healthy Dolphins and Jets early, yep. and then they lost to Minnesota on the last second field goal by three. They have won their like last... The catch of the year for yep. the Vikings. They, they won their last seven games three of which were by double digits and another two of those were by eight points. They may have the best coach in the league and, and McDermott right now. I love this team. Um, and I think that they're really, really good. Um, two potential weaknesses though. And, and, and I'm just, I'm looking for something negative. Josh Allen for as good as he is, has turned the ball over 19 times this year, 14 interceptions, five fumbles. A little banged up too, kind of in that last leg there with his elbow. Yeah, he he muscled it out for sure. Um, the but the Bills have been without, and we all know this, without Micah Hyde at safety. Jordan Poyer missed some time, and now he has a torn meniscus in his knee that he's playing through currently. Stud. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean that's 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 baller right there. Uh, nobody does that. And of course, uh, all due respect to Demar Hamlin's situation, yeah. uh, suffered that horrible injury. Thank God he's out of the hospital. One of we the saw that. wildest things I've ever seen. Crazy, um, crazy. Yeah. yeah, don't don't you know, not mean to jump on the bandwagon yeah. too late here, obviously, because we're yeah, yeah we're, we're late now, on that But one. but you know, we we weren't here, so all due respect to him. Glad to see yeah. he's doing well. Uh, but he's now on the IR. He was the one filling in for Hyde. Uh, Tredavious White also looking uh, like he is coming back from an ACL tear. Uh, he looks like a guy who is doing that. And no one else is really playing well at corner for the Bills. They look great everywhere else. And if someone can expose that secondary, Josh Allen is going to have to be Josh Allen. But that seems that's to a, be their only weakness. Yeah, and that, that's what I say. There's a weakness. That's what I say. It, you know it is. A, so, their weakness is the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Well, d- 13 uh, seconds is their weakness. So my, my <laughs> prediction is uh, I don't think that Skylar Thompson is going to be the guy to challenge that secondary. Wait, uh, the Bills win 30 to 14. And I and honestly, the 14, seven of those points, I think are going to come off something fluky. We're going to see a weird fumble return, some stupid pick six off a deflection or, or uh, special teams. Rested. Yeah, something. I mean, yeah, or it's a late score in the fourth quarter, something like that. Final three minutes. But I I think Mike McDaniel is good enough. 
They're going to put points on the board no matter what just because he's Mike McDaniel. You know, DeMar Hamlin's on IR now technically. Yeah. If he leads them out of the tunnel, they're going to beat them by 40 points. Oh, my gosh. I didn't think about that. Dude, if they... If I want he, that so bad. That would no. be the greatest. If the 49ers did make it to the Super Bowl and had to play against that... Bye-bye. I, well, here's the other thing that I have heard geez. is like... Maybe they save that emotional moment for like the next round when they're playing Jeez. a team that they actually need like a little bit of a hey or, maybe, or maybe they save it for Atlanta. Maybe they save it for Atlanta because they if they have to play the Chiefs, they're playing neutral oh, site. That's right. They're, maybe they save it for Atlanta. Rah, rah. Or like or like send him out as a captain for the coin toss. <laughs> yeah. So something like that. Something. Something like That'd that. Awesome. That that's got to move the line in Vegas a little bit. crazy. Crazy. Well, that's that's my prediction for that one. Uh, let's hit. Who's got two? Or, well, we all got two. We all have two. My bad. I'll go. Okay. Hit it. Okay. Let me pull my notes real quick. Okay. I'll go the boring one first. Yeah. Um, I have the Ravens Bengals. My first question is more of a statement than the question. Can Joe Mixon get it going in the playoffs? Because he has not cracked 100 yards since his monster game with like 50 plus fantasy points. Oh, that was a good week. That was an awesome week. I had him like 53 points or something like that. 54. Yeah. 54. Uh, Yeah. He. He has been on a skid. He only amassed 814 yards this year. So, sneakily, like total or on the ground? On the ground. On okay. the ground. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know his total, but his rushing, he didn't even crack a thousand. Can he get it done in the playoffs? You need a run game. It's really easy to get by in the regular season without a run game. And this part of also my concern with the Bills as well. They don't really have much of a run game outside of Josh Allen. But can Joe Mixon get it done? Can he? Can he be the bell cow for this team? Not putting that pressure on Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase early in the playoffs against a team that is pretty suspect without their starting quarterback. I really think that the ball needs to be in Joe Mixon's hands for most of this game to preserve Joe Burrow so he can do what Joe Burrow does in the games when it needs to be Joe Burrow. But this game does not need to be the Joe Burrow game. It doesn't. Because of where the Ravens are at, how banged up they are, what they don't have, what they do have, it needs to be a Joe Mixon game. So... That's my first question. 1,250 yards total. He had 440 on the ground. He actually wow. had 60 catches this year. Wow. Uh, and good. nine total touchdowns. That's, that's uh, Eckler-esque. Yeah. Eckler-light. Well, yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Okay. Here's my crazy stat. It's wild. Since the NFL had a postseason system in 1933, we have had 19 instances of teams playing back-to-back in consecutive weeks. So this will be the 20th time. Oh, in in, yeah. in consecutive so weeks, not not, not 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 like by week because yeah. that's that's happened plenty of times, but back to back consecutive weeks. This will be the twentieth time this has happened since the NFL adopted a postseason thing. Okay. Uh, only four times did a team win both those games. Oh, so that's this feel- out of how many? Wait, how many was the, the four the first out of twenty? Four, four out, out of 20. nineteen. Four out of nineteen have teams won those games back to back within a week of each other. Have they beaten the same team twice? How many week? times has one of those teams not known what quarterback's going to play? Oh, I, <laughs> bro, like do you two, know how far I had to go to find this? That this is really good. <clears throat> but so, can the Bengals break this pattern? I think absolutely unequivocally. Well, yes, yes obviously I do too. I think <laughs> the Bengals it's are kind of a rhetorical team. question. Yes, but. yes, it is a rhetorical question. But still, that's just like an interesting stat of like yeah. this back-to-back thing. This is like this has been. Uh, 90 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're just betting the number. So, like, all right, everybody, that, you heard it here. Put all of your money uh, on the Ravens. <laughs> no, do not this do that. Week. Do not do that. But no, just just to try and play some devil's advocate, just kind of an interesting 
thing of like it is hard to beat a team the same team twice in a week within a week of each other. Yeah, that's hard. That doesn't oh, happen sure. very often. And so that I think the only advantage that the Ravens have is that they lost last week. Right. That's well, the I, only advantage they really have is that they've seen this team, but but also the Bengals aren't going to change up what they do. The Ravens aren't going to change up what they do within a week of each other. You just can't. You just can't. It is, so, it, and season. I don't want to run ahead of you, so just shut me up if I'm saying something you're about to say. But the, the my thinking in that, in, in what could make it possible, because I, I like to sit there and think, okay, how do they do it if they do it? Mm-hmm. The Ravens' defense, really good. Well, I mean, it's, it's really good. And this is my biggest question. Can the Ravens' secondary slow down the passing attack? There you go. You know, in my research, I didn't, do the whole calculation for the Ravens because they weren't in my thing. Yeah. But they just looking at the raw DVOA numbers, they were the seventh in defensive DVOA and they actually scored pretty high mm-hmm. in comparison. They, they, they um, also, I, I don't know their statistics, but this is purely because I had the Ravens defense for my fantasy team. They scored touchdowns as a defense. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Often enough. Yeah. Like every two, they three were, games, they, they, they picked up a, a off, yeah, pick six, scoop and score, something like that. So I, I, the Bengals are a superior team, I think, in pretty much every category um, on offense. But if you're looking for a fluke game, this is the one I think it could be. This is the one could, I think could it could be. It could be a weird Joe Burrow throws three picks and right. doesn't have the fourth quarter magic and gets sacked. He threw three four picks. Four times, his, five times. Roquan Smith goes and earns that extension. Yeah. My fourth question would be, how stupid are the Ravens to not pay Lamar Jackson? Because he's going to walk. <laughs> you know, I if I was Lamar Jackson, I'd give him the bird and walk. I can... That's what I would do. To play devil's advocate also, I can kind of understand why you... Because he's going to want like fully guaranteed Deshaun Watson money. And for a guy that takes a lot of hits... Sure, he takes a lot of hits, but I'm going to pay Lamar Jackson over Deshaun Watson any day of the week. What has Deshaun Watson done in the NFL? What? That's also a Cleveland problem that the Ravens don't want to make a Ravens problem necessarily. Yeah, yeah. But Mm. but again... What but, more? But, no, but that's, still, that's legit like, though, Grant. You, you like, absolutely should because it's like this guy is an MVP. I'm, I'm sorry. Who, who are you going to replace him with? Derek Carr? Are you telling me that you would rather have Derek Carr on your team than Lamar, Lamar Jackson? Well, and you're going to have to pay Derek Carr. Well, you're also going to have well, to retool the entire structure of your offense yeah. because you don't have any receivers. How about, how about draft wide receivers, develop them so you don't have XFL wide receivers on your team? And then you also pay Lamar Jackson. I would much rather pay Lamar Jackson $55 million a year than Derek Carr 40 that he's going to be paid in 20. In the next year. Yeah. Well, actually, Derek Carr may have hosed himself out of a really good paycheck probably going forward. Probably. Uh, well, maybe by, with but, his play this year. So, but no, but but I, like like that being said, nah. Lamar Jackson has earned a a very lucrative contract. He deserves house, money from whoever's going to give it to him. And it's stupid yes. that the Ravens are being are, are are being hung up on this because have you seen what they're putting out of the quarterback? Yeah, so it's not good. No. Uh, it's really really bad. And and I think like, that we this would be the matchup of the week, dude. If, if Lamar Jackson was, was in this game, if, if Lamar's in this, and game, Bateman this were in, I, oh I don't, I don't think Bateman's healthy either. Lamar to the Jets, write it That's, down. <laughs> oh, I'd be, I mean, that'd be a lot. Him of Him and Brees Hall in the backfield. Dude, are you kidding me? With Garrett Wilson, woo. That's and a, and a, that's a good disgusting offense. defense. That's a good off. It's a good offense with one good guy. And I think it's and if Salah stays there, I think that's a good coach for Lamar. Honestly, dude, that's honestly what I would do. If I was Lamar Jackson, I'd be like, "Peace. I'm not gonna play. I'm done with you guys. You're not paying me money. I'm gonna go play a team that has better offensive weapons." And no, here's the storyline this weekend. I don't think that the the Ravens win this game. Of course, I don't think so either. So let let, let's just say it's 
it's twenty eight to ten. I think that's probably yeah. twenty eight ish. Yeah. And Lamar just looks out there and he's like, You paid that guy? You didn't pay me. You traded for that guy in the middle of the season while we're negotiating, and then you pay him a hundred million dollars. You didn't pay me, and you're not gonna pay me. Deuces. Yep. And literally just walks off the field and that's it. And then calls up the Jets. That's what I would call. Do. I seriously, because the, the I think the Jets would back up that Brinks truck for him. But here's another one. Yeah. Here's another one that Absolutely that we haven't. Would. I mean, we'll throw in Zach Wilson. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. That means we got to pay you more money. No, to take no, him. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, no, I. That's a hundred percent. If I was Lamar Jackson, that's what I'm doing. The minute my season is over, that's what I'm doing. He's unrestricted free agent, and you're looking for a good team. Yeah, let's go. That's the team. I, I will say though, it, you, you need know, to play in a big market too. Th- like, right. come on! But but let's 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 do math. There's got to be some math on his on his endorsements. The localization of a quarterback that gets drafted high and becomes a franchise quarterback is a big deal. So like, if he leaves Baltimore, there's some money that he would be that would be gone off the table. Okay, sure. Um, you know, and so and you are seen as the bad guy when you leave a team. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he saved he, some of that money on the front end by not having an agent. Yeah, <laughs> so well, maybe he just eats that. that. Yeah, so I mean, you know what? Tax, goes, but the taxes in New York are crazy. So and, and yeah. he's a marketable dude for sure. He's quiet, and like he does his own thing. He's not a ball field. Him. Everybody like, loves him. The, you, he's a, he's a great teammate. Everybody loves does him. Does awesome he stuff. He would sell so many jerseys if he played for the Jets. Dude, he would sell so. Because it's New York. Bro, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> that's where you should go. And New York football is good again, so it's actually, you kind of want to be back in New York. I like it. You kind of want to be back in New York, like and you, you get some healthy competition with the Giants who yeah. share a stadium with you. And and Salah's a, and, and Sala a dude that is about his guys, and like I I think they would try and put all the weapons around him. I mean, they got that young nucleus, like you guys pointed out. Man, that's a lot of fun. Good call, everybody. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the storyline. Jameson, you're up. Okay. Um, obviously I'm going to save the main one between your yes. guys' teams. There is for one last. matchup we're saving for the end. So we'll save that when we loop back around again. Um, my first matchup that I have to talk about is the Jags versus the Chargers. Interesting game. This is my very, this is, very this is excited game for outside of my game. This is one I'm most interested to see what happens. Cause I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I really I, don't know. First of all, I was glad to see that the Jags actually made it here. You know, I had that. I don't, I very may well have said like nine wins was their ceiling. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and listen in that pod. But I was calling, that sounds right. I was calling for the playoffs. So yeah. to see him here is pretty great. Obviously, they ended uh, nine and eight. Bit of a hot streak. Wait, to, so are, are, the are they the last seed or the Dolphins the last seed? Oh, it has to be the Dolphins because they're, they're playing the Bills. They're yes. playing the Bills. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down the the lines for my games just because I was curious to see where they were. Currently, as of a couple of days ago, when I checked, it was Chargers uh, minus one and a half. So correct on the road, still there on the road minus one and a half in Clown Town. Yes, which might pop off for a playoff game for once. That'd be cool. Uh, is, it, it, <laughs> the stadium is going to be sold out, you guys. Yeah. Like, I think it's only like the fifth time ever. Sound the alarm. <laughs> it's going to be great. Mark uh, and Brunel is cheering right and, now. And Sean usually, Conn is not going to fall asleep. Usually home teams, like, you, you might give them, like, you know, plus three, plus two for being at home. So you can, if this were on a neutral site, this would probably be like Chargers minus four, minus four and a half. Um, but they do have home field Jags, still underdogs, despite that hot streak, ending their season, uh, winning seven of their last nine. 
Uh, the Chargers didn't end their season horribly. They were four or five down the stretch, but they did lose a week 18 matchup to a pitiful Broncos team, allowing almost 500 yards of offense, 205 rushing, 283 receiving. The Broncos. The Broncos, who we flamed relentlessly. Um, this was the only game of the season where the Broncos scored over 30 points. <laughs> and was the first win for a Russ-led Broncos team in over two months. Let's ride. October, He's back. October 30th. 2022 was was the last time Russ won a football game until this game, which by the way, was a 21 17 win over the Jags. Ironically. Um, So London, it was a London game. Yeah. So that that one, that one hardly counts. Um, doesn't. So while the chargers are ultimately the more talented team, uh, that talent hasn't necessarily translated into more wins, better stats, so on and so forth. They only won one more game. And this was a team that we thought was probably going to win like 11, 12. 12. That's what I thought. Um, I had them in the Super Bowl. So, and when we started getting into the stats, it's like they have so much more talent, but you know, well, we thought they kind of get the injury I, bug, and they I don't rang really... the bell that they were like the most improved team. They made the, I think they, had, I thought they had the best off season of any team. Well, yeah, they they're like, let's get some heavy hitters in here. We're yeah. gonna go out. We're gonna do our thing. Drafted well, yeah, and you know, just didn't really turn out. Um, I would say the coaching advantage, personally, goes to the Jags, and despite the lack yeah, of team true. success historically. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence both have winning pedigrees and finally have an opportunity to show it off now that they're postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to you know, go out here and say that, oh, the Chargers with all this talent are going to be this, that, and the other because they also haven't been in the playoffs yet. This is both their first playoff matchups with these respective quarterbacks, Look despite how- Herbert's there, I believe there is seven new quarterbacks in the playoffs this year. Half the teams. Yeah. There's seven new ones. Yeah. I mean, and it would have, I mean... Technically, I mean, it could be if Lamar Jackson played, it would be like six. Yeah. But because of the, the injuries and that kind of stuff. The NFL yeah. does a pretty good, like, cyclical thing of, yeah, you have some of the big name quarterbacks, but a lot of other teams rotate into those wild cards, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, Herbert may have some of the best arm talent, if not the best, in the league. Um, but let's not forget, like, like I said, this is also his first postseason appearance. And Staley hasn't necessarily been lighting it up as a head coach, even though I've been a defender of him in the analytics. He just kind of chooses like he picks his spots weird when it's like we're going to go for fourth against the browns like on our side of the field when we can just probably punt it and win the game it's like okay well now you just let the browns back into this game for no reason so my questions with this would be one can the chargers pass rush get that fumble prone trevor going again uh early in the season when he was under duress he was fumbling the ball all the time um as a fantasy manager of trevor lawrence for the first half of the season it was a pain because I would finally put him in and then he would right. fumble the ball four times. Um, so that would be my first question. My second question would be, can that Chargers talent finally prove to be the difference or is Doug Peterson going to make this a Doug Peterson game where it's like, we don't care who you have. We have less talent, but we got winning players. We're going to go get it done. And Doug Peterson does like what he did in week 18, does a Doug Peterson thing. And yeah. like, we're just going to go win this game Keep yep. it close. right now. So sorry That's about what it. What he does. And then my last question would be, if the Chargers lose, what's next? Because the whole thing was, we just got to get in the playoffs. We got to get this more talent around Justin Herbert. We have all those things. If you lose to the Jags, who had to go on a run just to get here, and you're supposed to be you know, an AFC West powerhouse, what's next? Well, Such I, a good the, question. the one thing I would combat that with is to say, you know, there... There is a uh, there's a Pro Bowl caliber cornerback who's not playing for the Chargers defense right now. Uh, they have they have genuinely struggled uh, health wise at the linebacker position mm-hmm. in general all year. But, so, uh, but I mean, 
I understand the yeah. health thing, but at the same time, you Niners were decimated with injuries, and here they are on a hot streak oh, of 10, 10 wins. Niners are, they're, Niners, they're actually there's the a depth. Move, there's also a depth no, conversation. No, 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 no. They are now. Yeah. But I mean, just think about. I mean, they lost Trey Lance. They lost <clears throat> Jimmy. I mean, you guys are always putting the guys Niners in are our next man up team, yeah. and the Chargers they're are not. who's next team. Yeah. I, and 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 at the end of the day, to be fair, that. That is a GM issue. Yeah. So I, I think that, that that it's more of a front office question than it would be on the field question. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, especially if the Jaguars are able to run the ball on the Chargers. Because if you get you want to get the Chargers, which by the way, that's how you do it. I, I have a couple. So I have a couple of different stats for Chargers and Jaguars. One coming just from like their straight up league rankings, and then some coming from my JDVOA rankings. Oh, um, so according to Freaking the league, nerd. the Chargers had the eighth overall offense. The Jags had the ninth overall offense. The Chargers had the twentieth overall defense. The Jags had the twenty fourth overall defense. Um, the passing numbers here are going to be pretty different. The Chargers had the third, and then the Jags had the tenth. But the rushing, Jags had fourteenth, which kind of came on a little bit late, yeah. and the Chargers had the thirtieth. Well, though, but but let's. But let's, they're also not really designed to just hand the ball off. Yeah, I was going to so. say they they throw the ball to run it. Yeah, I mean that that's what they do. Eckler is at almost a hundred receptions, I think. Probably. Um, I I know it's over ninety. So. Yeah, but I mean, and which kind of speaks to these other stats again. My, I'm going to include the DVOA stats and my score for it. I so. really wish that you people could see the face that <laughs> he makes. This is good stuff. What I got bullet. I got bullet points. This is I got. Stats. I had to use a calculator this week. <laughs> Oh my god! I used a calculator this week. I, I haven't used a calculator uh, since I graduated high school. It was it was for completion percentage for oh, I think this other one I'm doing. Yeah. So, um, Freaking I'll just nervous. go. I'll give the where the Jags rank and where the Chargers rank with their DVOA stuff. Um, the Jaguars were 13th overall in total and in weighted DVOA. So, mostly the how they ended their season is kind of what set their total rank for the season. They were ninth in offensive DVOA. 26th in defensive DVOA, which gave them a plus 16 score. So 61 strokes for them. Again, 61 strokes. Worse, than, worse than the Lions. <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, worse than the Lions. Um, and, which, and their defense was about the same scoring-wise. Uh, the Chargers had the 18th total DVOA, 16th weighted, so not much change there. They had the 19th offensive and the 16th defensive, giving them a plus 24 score. Of okay. uh, it was sixty nine strokes, so they were about eight points apart over all of those metrics. There, it's much worse than the Lions. Much worse than the Lions. By twenty one worse than yeah, twenty one worse than the Lions. So, and they're also both nine and eight, ten and seven. Not a whole lot yeah. of variance there. So, right. when you kind of jump into how much more talented one of the teams is in comparison to the other, yeah. Also, you know. It was week three, so it's not really much to write home about. But the yeah. Jaguars did slaughter yep. the Chargers. 37 to 10? 38 to 10. 38 to 10, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And, and so, you know, not to say that... We came on here and clowned that, the Chargers after yep. that one. Yeah, I'm not to sure say we that that still... has anything to do with this matchup in particular, but no, these two these teams... both teams are hot. The, yeah, they, they're hot. The Jags are arguably a little bit hotter because they went on a longer run right. yeah. over over time. Um, But... It, at the beginning of the season, if you would have said, okay, who's going to win week three, Jags or Chargers? I think we probably would have all said Chargers oh, without yeah. really oh, thinking yeah. about it. Yep. And that's not even when the Jaguars were really doing their thing. They put up 38 on them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just one of those things where it's going to be really close. I think that minus one and a half is actually 
a really good line because to me that screams the Chargers have the ball, they're down one or two, and now Herbert goes down there and so that, what happens? Is, so so what's your final? I mean, I don't disagree with the take. I'm going to say the Jags do I win. Knew, I knew. I'm going to oh, say the Jags yes, win. Right. I'm My gonna, heart hurts and, for and, Herbie. And again, if anything, this just has more to do with Doug Peterson yeah. just getting his guys ready and going and coaching them. Coaching to win. matters in the playoffs. It does, and we've seen him do it before with yep. maybe less talent when you have to insert Nick Foles in at quarterback Amen. and make a Super Bowl run and beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Um, so when a, with a guy who has a winning pedigree and, like and, Trevor Lawrence, who's pretty much won at every phase of football. Can you just say really? if, if and that's that, last year doesn't even count. No, yeah, last year doesn't count. If if they've got a score and put two on the board, like if the Jaguars do late in the game, I mean, I'm we're all gonna be thinking it. Okay, we're all gonna be thinking it. We'll be like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna? Is he gonna do? I, so it? I'm what really stupid. I'm Jaguar really, really play excited. Is he gonna write up? It, he's gonna have like Philly a special two yeah. coming. Come on! I don't. I don't have a a unique name off the top of my head uh, for yeah, what a what a Jacksonville special know. play could be. But I don't it, know. He's got something he up of his up his sleeves. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably ooh, mm. gonna be points. I would say. Oh, I want to say 24-21. So I, I think feel like that's low. I, I was gonna say 28-24. I, I think a, see, I might be the only one. I'm 31-28 here. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you, are you I can see that. I think yeah. I think it I, I think too. it happens that way kind of because of a slow start from both of, of the quarterbacks, ironically, which I wouldn't have said probably at the beginning of the season. But I think there's gonna be a little bit of like nobody wants to win this game in the first quarter and a half. It, and That's then, true. I, it, it, I'm likely that they're going to come out a little, a, a little conservative. I think it's going to be turnovers are, are huge. Fourth quarter comes on, and it's like, all right, guys, it's Herbert yeah. versus Lawrence. They're just going to go out there yeah. and just sling. Whose it. hair will prevail? L- literally, like they're not because you're not playing the Cardinals, you're not playing the Bears, you're not playing you know these garbage teams that didn't make the playoffs. Like you can't mm-hmm. turn the ball over twice and win yeah. necessarily yeah. in the playoffs. Like that just doesn't happen yeah. all that often. And again with the Chargers, it's it's a total health thing. Like Mike Williams is coming back, but Keenan Allen's been maybe, in and out all time. Maybe and, heard yeah, that and even, and even that's He's a question mark. Yep. So it's like if they don't have one of those guys or if one of those guys gets deemed up, we saw Herbert yeah. obviously take a huge shot earlier in the season. Hey, he's Herbert. He ain't going so, nowhere. Okay. But that dude Kirby is fully loaded. Let's line. go, but dude. I, I think it's going to end up being a, a game where whoever has the ball last has a chance to tie or win. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. It, but yeah. I also don't think it's going to, I don't think they're going to get up to 30. I would love to see that because that means it's going to be a very exciting game. Well, but. all the metrics you just gave me, though, point towards it. All, if, if I'm going Bad off the math, you just good gave offenses. me. Yeah. It, 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 that's yep. where it seems like it's headed. And, and, and already one of these teams did put up a massive number on the other one. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's not like the evidence isn't there clearly. Uh, I was going to say real quick, three people that I'm really happy for in the NFL this year, Jamal Williams. Yes. Uh, super happy for that Let's guy. Let's go. Uh, broke Barry. Uh, Iconic game interview. Record. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, dude, that guy's all the sound bites. He's all of them. I love that dude. Just want to go home. When he retires, he's want- Marshawn, but the family version. When when he <laughs> yes. yeah, yes. when he I just want to go home and play Pokemon. <laughs> he needs so to good. be on. TV Did you call him Pokemon immediately? Oh, don't do that. Man. Don't do that. You can't do yeah. that. He's he's got a TV contract waiting for him. Oh, dude. Somebody needs to hand him all the Doritos you know commercials. Perfect? Get him in the Super Bowl commercials you know, right you know, now. You know Somebody call him. When he retires, joins the Pat McAfee show. Oh, 
I, I well, he could just come on as the Tuesday guest. I'll be yeah. good with that. Uh, no, bye bye, Aaron Rodgers. I uh, also obviously as a 49er fan, very happy for Brock Purdy uh, and what he's done with his opportunity. That's been really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. If you're just a football fan, I think that's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other dude I'm super happy for and involves this game. I'm very happy for Trevor Lawrence because that guy got handed a dumpster fire last year. Mm-hmm. And then he got a, an awesome coach who we all knew could, but you know, like it's real hard to make a go, especially where he chose to go. We didn't have hopes because of the place and the owner yeah. more in so. the, his, the history and the, yeah, the, it does not have a winning pedigree and seriously good for him. Like he did nothing wrong and got the worst situation last year. And now he's in the playoffs and and honestly, in large part to what he's doing in the passing game is is what's making he's not losing he's not Yeah. I mean he's making Christian Kirk look like an eighteen million dollar receiver. Well I was gonna Uh, gonna say Christian Kirk kind of makes either words a little bit. Evan Ingram Uh, has no no no. I'm I'm gonna say it a thousand times over. Trevor Lawrence is making us eat our words on Christian Kirk because well, but still, well, no, but the dude, the dude showed up. He played like a wide receiver one all year. Like, I mean, he, well, Zay took his job a couple times. Just saying, uh, but overall, I, I definitely started that dude. He had hit over a thousand uh, yards in the think playoffs. He double digit touchdowns, Christian Kirk. Like, did he hit doubles? Or if not, yeah, it's close. close. But no, I, I'm just super happy with Trevor Lawrence. I want to throw that yeah. in there while we we're on. And this you game. know, I, I'm, you know, not to do my own horn on, on the Jags picks, but you know, Doug Peterson could be in a coach of the year conversation. He's not going to win it. Oh, we but, should be in the coach. It's year. one dude. There's one dude. There's one dude. Yeah, and he's he he's in the game. I got. There's one dude for me. All right. Oh, you you have the Chiefs. That's interesting. No, oh. not. It's, <laughs> it's not. No. Come on. You're up. Am I gonna go next? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where did I actually? All right. You ditch your phone. No, it's right here. I got it. Warner. You so phone. since we're kind of leading to that, the game I got is the Giants versus Vikings. I'm actually really excited about this game too. It's an interesting one for so many because I think I think the ramifications of this game are going to be huge for either team. First question I have: Can Daniel Jones do it? He has shown that he can be a starter in this league this year. He's proved he can be a starter, but is he a franchise quarterback? That's the that's the big question. I mean, I think that might be the best question that we're going to get today. Like because we pre- don't know he can be a starter. He's shown that, but yeah. is he a dude that a team can build around? Is because, he a $20 million I mean, quarterback? What's that? Is he a $20 million quarterback? That's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. A $20 million. I, I mean, because like, if, I mean, and apparently he, I mean, apparently his agent, they want, they want a four year, you know, uh, upwards of 30 million. Like, like that's what they want. And honestly, it's crazy. 20 million. Yes. Franchise as in, am I going to have, you know, are you going to sign him to like a five year, a four or five year deal and build pieces around the dude? My answer, give him would, be, receivers. My answer would be no to that, but it also depends on the dollar value. But, but here, here's the thing, man. He's asking the question, and I think it's perfect because everything is riding on this week. Yep. Whether yep. he's a giant rides on this yep. game. He's got to play incredibly well to be a giant and to be a franchise quarterback and to get that paycheck. Do I, do I, think, that he gonna... has earned, I think he has earned himself a starting job. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Is it with the Giants? Are they going to pay him? Or are the Commanders going to do it? Or are the Jets going to do it? Or are... I mean, other teams need a quarterback. Panthers, well, uh, Houston, uh, like Houston. Like he's I mean, going. Houston to, might be potentially drafting. I think Houston's drafting. Probably, yeah, Houston's drafting a guy. But I think that's what the biggest question is game. I think it's huge ramifications for his career. What it's going to look like. What the Giants are going to look like. Because if they decide to move on from him, who do they got? They got nobody. 
They they don't have a high pick to get a guy, a Bryce Young, a CJ Stroud, something like that. So I think that's a big question, how he performs. This is his first real test, I think, as a quarterback. I mean, this season definitely was too. They decided to stick with him. Um, I mean, there are reports that they love him, that they they that the Giants love him. It's always been that way, but it's yeah. al- it's also like, but well, like this play is not justifying him being on yeah, this team. Yeah. But but up until this year, he really liked to put the ball on the ground. Uh, he yeah. loved it like a lot. And I will also say this: like Kurt Warner esque. If we're talking about things that we called, I will say that I did call it Brian. If there's one dude who could fix Daniel Jones, it was Brian Dable because he of what he did with Josh this. Allen. Because what he did with Josh Allen, do no like Josh Allen was horrendous his first like year and a half in the league. He was awful. And now he's perennial MVP. Up, he's like the, he's top two quarterback in the league. Yeah. Anyway, that's my first question. Can Daniel Jones do it? Is he a franchise quarterback? My second question is: Can Kirk Cousins? Is essentially the same question, for Kirk Cousins. But can he take advantage of the twenty fourth ranked pass defense? His playoff record is one in three. Two of those games were in Washington. He had some wild card games. Exit out of those. Then he had that game. He had that season where they made it kind of deep into the playoffs. He had that big game against the Saints, that clutch game. He hit Kyle Rudolph like a two-yard line and then hit him again for that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Showed that he could be big. They obviously lost the next game in the... Would that have, would that have been the divisional? I think they won the wild card game, but then lost mm-hmm. the divisional one. Whatever that was. But can Kirk Cousins... I think that he has the best team he's had. Justin Jefferson's legit. This defense is playing a lot better. But this offense has just taken a whole other level. They're a great offense. They're really good. A lot of people think that they're frauds. I tend to kind of agree. Yeah. For the most part, I don't think we really know who they are. Um, they've, they've, they've lost some really suspect games and won some really suspect games. Um, but to me, this is really like, I think the Vikings also are going to have to decide. I know they've paid Kirk Cousins, but like, if he can't do it, they have to look at to upgrade. Well, I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they will either, but I'm I don't like, think bro, they'll do it. How much longer can you just... Can I don't you, think they're going to have the capital to make a yeah. good enough move to justify moving off of Kirk Cousins. But, on, but at the same time, to me, it's the, to me, it's the equivalent of... This is going back to basketball. The, the, the Terry Stotts of it, like, dude, like this man will get you into the playoffs and then you lose in the first round. Like, like he... Like, again, we've talked it's about... It's going like, to have to be on him. It, it, it's the Kirk Cousins bars where we talk about, like... Are you better than Kirk Cousins? Are you worse than Kirk Cousins? And it's like this. He's, he's like the 11th, like the 10th yeah. best quarterback. He's right there. But he's one three in the playoffs. And of course, the it's prime like time numbers Kirk. versus intangibles. He's right. going to get you the yeah. numbers. Yeah. He'll, he'll, well, he'll, he'll, he'll what get time you four. of day is this football game? I don't know. That's <laughs> it actually, is not a Kirk Cousins sign because this is playoffs land. They are all 125 oof. and five well, whatevers. RIP. Well, I guess we know who. RIP. Giants winning by 20. But, um, after your third question, by the way, I do have um, some stats that yeah. involve this both, game? Of, both of those teams. Yeah. Yes, but so I just, I just, I'm just really curious to see the Kirk. Like, I think this is really gonna. I know we've been like, oh, well, he he's had plenty of chances. He's been in the league for a long time. He signed big contracts. He's made some of the most money of any active player in the league. Like he's he's made average like thirty plus million like the last you know five six years or whatever. It's one three in the playoffs. Can he do it? I think that's another big question. I think this game is going gonna, is gonna to rely on the quarterback play. But also my third question is, which running game is going to be more efficient? I don't mean who's going to have the most yards. What's going to be the most efficient? What I mean by that, Dalvin Cook's a, a, a stud. Saquon Barkley, I mean, he proved me wrong. I should have drafted him. He's like healthy. Healthy Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. is legit. Which running game is going to be more efficient? Which run game is going to be take advantage of the defense better? Which one's going to 
open up the passing game on third down, those kinds of things. Which running back is going to be the difference maker in this game? Well, also the fact that Daniel Jones himself is a runner. Yeah, is a runner. So, so that, that, kinda, that's why I said run game. It kind of opens Who's up that? this extra element that you mm-hmm. have to prepare is, for if you're a Vikings defense. This is a bad matchup for the Vikings. This oh, yeah. It's not the one you wanted. 100%. Mm-hmm. This this yeah. might be my, uh, other than the Jags, which would also be an upset. This yeah. is this might barely. be, yeah, this, this might be to me the most like, especially if you're looking from a record standpoint, like a division winner versus the Giants down here. This might be like the most, I don't want to say it's like a for sure thing because you have Justin Jefferson on one side of the ball. Well, you have, you have Justin Jefferson, you got Kirk Cousins, and that off, secondary but, is 24th ranked secondary. It's bad. It's yeah. a bad secondary. Well, It's not good. Justin Jefferson could punk him, to, but to at the same honest, time, he had 15 yards last, last week of the season, or yeah. two weeks, so championship week. I, I went ahead and just wrote down, I, I wrote out the top five DVOA scores. And I also wrote down. You can see the smirk he gives every time he says Gosh, J. You guys this, got it. Oh my God. You guys? What? A, what? A, this how is am a, I, Matt? How no, am I no, involved I, in this? I'm, not you. This is I a proprietary kind of metric. You, I'm agreeing with you. I was going to say you guys got to see this. The, the, like, it's this ridiculous. is trademarked now. And he's like giving this side like this is our social this is, media. This is, this is trademarked. He, he, Take a photo. He's okay. giving this like side lean into it. Like at me. You guys are sitting all the way over there. He's snickering. He's sitting all the way over there. Snickering. If you guys had to guess, who are the bottom three playoff? scores for my metric well, i'm gonna guess the giants are one of them because the giants you, have to be because the D, the secondary sucks yes are the vikings so, the other one yes who's the third one uh, you had to guess the uh, of all the playoff teams of all the playoff teams dolphins no Ooh. oh because their offense is so good yeah yeah it's also not the seahawks because i asked them that one earlier and yeah. it's not the seahawks because they have a good well, offense obviously not the 49ers because you said that already yeah <laughs> and that would be dumb. cowboys no bucks yes Bucks. Oh yeah, well, the, yeah. the the Bucks came out with a plus twenty six, the Giants came out with a plus thirty three, the Vikings had the worst by far, really, with a plus fifty seven. Fifty seven, holy cow, twenty Which, points. That's a hundred and two strokes. I'm to be honest with you, to break that down, here's here's how it all comes out. So they had in DVOA twenty seven six loss twenty seventh total DVOA for the Vikings. 28th weighted, 20th offense, and 27th. This is out defense. of all the teams. This out of all the teams. Out of 32 teams. Out of 32 teams, they're they were 27th, five. 28th, 20th in offense, 27th in defense. What? Yes. And that is because I talked about this earlier when I can remember going all that way back and doing a podcast years ago in November. Um, <laughs> they years were, ago, I got they were for a second. winning games. In a non-sustainable way. Now they ended up sustaining that by having you know a division win and a really good record. Well, but they were squeezing out these games by you know little little amounts. One, they did score win games. some really impressive games. They won against the Bills. They had yeah, they have games like that where it's fourth and eighteen. Well, and, and the greatest comeback in NFL history against the Colts. I mean, exactly. So they're they're winning these games that are crazy but not quite sustainable, which kind of right. weighs into okay, yeah, good record, but. Your offensive and defensive metrics are not good. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that. And so they by far had the worst. And in fact, there are teams not in the playoffs, obviously. And, and like the Lions, who had plus three compared yeah. to, you know. Well, and if you walk it back over their season, this team, the Vikings, won a ton of close games. Exactly. Like a lot of close games. Games that they shouldn't have won, shouldn't have been in. They they were calling heads on coin flip games and getting heads every time. Right. 
and and well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a team that even though, definitely e- got lucky. Even those games point, that I'm sure. talking about, the Colts won, the Bills won, they won by a field goal in both those games. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and so even though we consider them impressive. Oh, uh, it makes sense, man. I mean, that's you just wouldn't think they'd be ranked that stinking low. I mean, with the weapons that they have. Now we we harped on their defense. Mm-hmm. We did. We in the preseason we were we like Look, got, they they played this up. This is an hey, old defense. It's old. They didn't all they did was fill holes. I mean, all of a sudden Patrick Peterson like decided to play good and crud. I don't yeah. know what that was. First time in like three that. years. Yeah. But I mean, he was like, Oh, I can run again. And but I mean they they played decently in, in, in some stints, but this is a team that's kept themselves in it and then got it done when it matters. Which is why you know you their their head coach would be in the discussion for coach of the year as well. I want to address that real quick though, because Grant said that it was in this game. You really want to put Mister Brian as your coach of the year? Yes, I think he's a top three finalist. Because do you I know mean, what he did to this team? I, I understand, but what what did they change about their team other than adding a coach? I mean, I, I understand. They didn't but well, also, Saquon Barkley was healthy. That's one thing. Yeah. Um, but genuinely, like... Saquon Barkley was healthy three years ago, and they won, like, four how games. How many games did they win last year? What? I can't remember. Five, six? <laughs> five or six, probably. I don't remember what yeah. I had for okay. lunch today. So, I'm just saying, they won nine. Okay? They won three, four more games than they did last year. I, in my mind... Sirianni. Sirianni deserves some strong consideration. He's going to say Shanahan, aren't you? No, I'm not. Uh, But Sirianni also got handed a dope roster that we called out in in this show, and none of us are surprised that the Eagles are where they are. Yeah, Because their roster is awesome. It is. so good. I mean, they made great moves. Hurts is is not good. That's terrifying. I can't believe Lane Johnson's actually made it through a year. Um, But Doug Peterson... That's what I'm saying. Is the coach of the year. That's what I'm saying. It's not Nine even and close. Eight, you get he got handed the, d- the worst dumpster fire that anybody's ever gotten handed. Like, legitimately, they had to fire a coach in the middle of his first season because of photos that surfaced of him on the internet and the fact that he didn't want to hang out with his team after they lost a game on a Thursday night and he wanted to go with he his buddies and get drunk. <laughs> hit a former player yeah. on their team, the kicker. Yeah. Like this in dude practice. was a horrible human oh, yeah. being and like Bro, created not, a the dude, worst am, culture in a locker room that you I am can get. not saying and Doug Peterson led them to the playoffs. They reset the wide receiver market with Christian Kirk. I am not Kirk. saying that Doug Peterson is not a great coach for what he did this year. Yeah, you know, he was the best coach this year. But That's also what I'm but also congrats on getting to the playoffs in that division. Yeah, but 9 and 8 after dumpster fire is amazing. And seriously, it's not like this roster is loaded. Uh, I mean, it's a I, it's, okay. Let's play more, the game. Okay, it's more loaded than the. It's way more loaded than the Name Giants. Two defensive players on the Jaguars team: Josh Allen and nobody. Miles Jack. He doesn't play there. What's that new Georgia kid's name? I always forget his name. <laughs> oh, Trevon Walker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but okay. Name name t- th- okay. There's there's Thibodeau on the Giants, uh-huh. and I I can't I don't know the Giants. I also but don't okay, watch Giants games. I know. But dude, I, I, but dude, I'm about, just saying about, that he genuinely about, he genuinely got handed the worst situation in the NFL, well, I, and he made something out. Okay, of it. but he also you can't say that the Giants was a worse situation than what Peterson walked into. Peterson got Trevor Lawrence. Uh, people, the next Andrew Luck. People say. 
You got Travis Etienne. Some people might say he's the next Peyton Manning. James Robinson was also there, who who balled out his first year. DJ Chark. Get rid of him. What? He's gone. Yeah, he's gone now, but the he other, wasn't. The Giants have he's Saquon. He's not even playing though. football the right Giants now. Giants have Saquon and Daniel Jones, and that is it. I understand. Who do but they, they have? Saquon. <laughs> dude, dude, no, but, but Saquon's better. Than, uh, Saquon straight up is better than anybody on the Jaguars roster. Yeah. No, I, yeah, 100%. Straight up. 100%. And, I, and that's no knock but, to Josh but, Allen. Yeah. But, but Trevor, I would take Trevor Lawrence over Daniel Jones. In terms yeah, of upside, but, yeah. but I, I do think that if Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback there, then he would make the receivers in New York kind of the same in the Jacksonville. Because it's not like Jacksonville's bro, like crazy wide receiver talent. The wide, they have Evan, cr- Evan Ingram was a tight end for the Giants, and now he's good in Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, that's Christian, the, Christian Kirk, that's, by the way, only, uh, I was just looking at it, 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns. Eight t- so, but, I mean, that's a, million, a light years better than any dude. seven more receptions than he had last year, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but they, just, but they, just, they, they were able to take that. Christian Kirk is better than any wide receiver in in Giants. I mean, dude. Well, they Kenny, had Kadarius Kenny Tony, Galladay and then they gave him away. Kenny Galladay scored his... And now he's scoring touchdowns yeah. oh, for the Chiefs. Hold on. Oh, by the way, uh, the, the awesome congratulations to Darius Slay by being the only person in the NFL that got scored on by uh, Kenny yeah. Galladay. Kenny, Kenny Galladay scored his first touchdown as a giant after two years in as a Giants awesome. uniform. It was so funny. They have nothing... The only- they, Daniel Jones has Walmart cut Walmart employees to throw to. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not I'm not gonna disagree with you there because Richie James, I think, might have been their leading receiver this year, who, by the way, had a really good season. But um, this is what I'm telling no, you. No, I I'm not saying they didn't do a good job. Like that Brian Dable also doesn't deserve we, consideration, really but I, I he's wanna, top three. If we really want to be nitpicky, Brian Dable won a half a game more than than the Jaguars did. You you could okay. Sure. But I just think I, th- I think it's very comparable in terms of what the outcome was. AFC's I'm just saying that I'm just saying that oh, yeah. that, uh, totally. that if you're comparing the two things, but no, but but the division that that the Giants in are in is way uh, better than uh, fair. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. They're, 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 and, and Dable may have more quality wins. I think that, he does. I, and and I, and I think I'm not going to take that away the year, from the I discussion. Think that matters. If they played head to head. I'm taking the Jags. Yeah, I'm not saying no, no, no. I'm not saying that <laughs> because Doug Peterson is going <laughs> to coach them to victory. That fire. But I, but no, no, legitimately, I'm just saying that that the elevating that took place with the rosters that they had in hand, I think that Peterson just did a slightly better job. And then I'm not trying to take away from Dable. I just think that Peterson yeah. deserves it after what that team where where that team was at. It's just a completely different place. The Giants weren't in a good great, wonderful, healthy, everybody no, seeing Kumbaya situation. Don't get me wrong, but Peterson, Peterson was in the got, worst spot you could be in. I think, Texans, I think, I think the Texans are in, would be in a worse spot in terms of what they had. I mean, from a talent standpoint, that's I'm not going to ignore at. that. I'm just at. saying that that locker room was in the worst. neck thickness standpoint, though, <laughs> unreal. I just think I mean, it, Peterson also got the, 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 got the two overall picks. He inherited the two, the, the last two overall picks, and he was able to pick Trayvon Walker and Trevor Lawrence. Was able to get that. They're a younger team. They speaks got to how better, terrible they were. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously it speaks to how terrible they were. I don't think the Giants ever off. I think the Jags had more talent on their team to begin with than the Giants do. The Giants literally had Saquon Barkley. Mm. That was it. That is it that they had. Because because before way, this year, before this year, Daniel Jones was a bum. I think I think they had a they had a higher ceiling team. The, the, Jags, the, yeah. the, the, the the Jags do than than the Giants. I think the Giants obviously have more consistent veterans that are that are playing at yeah. a at a solid level right now. Like they still had to elevate a lot of people yeah. down yeah. to Jacksonville 
uh, to get them to where they got them so far. But, you know, and I know we need to move on the discussion because we've definitely already gone over time. So, uh, well, you, know, you know, I called it. I literally well, called it some, two days hey, ago. Some things, hey, hey, you two are oh, taking forever over sh- I read my stuff. Hey. Some hey. things never change. You made yeah. us wait two months. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, That's we f- spent 30 minutes <laughs> catching up. I, I, lo- I love how this is now my fault. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm moving on to my game. Okay. And then we're coming back to you because we got to finish with Jameson. Come okay. back to me. Yeah, you already did. Well, his. We, 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 I, I did too. We, we oh, oh, my bad. My thing. bad. I forgot you did too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I had you start this. So uh, I've got three questions on this game. Uh, I'm, and we're going to go and talk about uh, what I think is it's it's inconsequential. Okay. I, I'm I don't think a blank what this game is. I know about because it games. doesn't matter because neither of these teams, one, one of these teams is going to win this game. It hold, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of these teams is going to win this I game, and then the week after, it's going to be irrelevant because they're going to get stomped. Okay? It really doesn't matter who's going to win this no, game. No, I don't think it does at all uh, because I have the Cowboys and Bucks. Uh, the Cowboys finished 12 and 5, and though really they were 12 and 4 because the last game against Washington didn't matter at all. Yeah, come on. Um, they rested pretty much everybody. Um, but, but they I still think, played terribly. I think, uh, I, I think that's Worst where they're quarterback at. quarterback in the, the playoffs? Question mark? Yeah. The the Bucks were well, no Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Bucks, <laughs> yes. The uh, starting quarterbacks. The Bucks were eight and nine. Uh I think they are the second team. Yeah. Second team to uh, after the Seahawks. Let's uh, go, Beast Quake, to, baby. <laughs> to make the playoffs uh, with go. a under five hundred record. Oh, wow. Put them on notice. Uh, the division was terrible. Hey, hey Seahawks so still own the record for fewest wins to make the playoffs. They did seven, this seven and nine. That's true. Team. So yes, sir. The Cowboys again finished twelve. Unbreakable five. record. Uh, they rested all those starters. Uh, against Washington, their defense was ranked top five overall and did not give up twenty points for the first five weeks of the season. And had some great games against the Lions, Vikings, as well as the Titans. My question here is, which version of both of these teams is going to show up? Mm, uh, they stumbled. Uh, that defense did multiple times late in the season, giving up twenty nine plus points four times in their last eight games. They were notably Oof. bad against the Eagles, the Jaguars, and the Packers. If you're bad against the Packers offense, that's saying something. By the way, that was Aaron Rodgers' best game of the year. And you uh, went through two touchdowns and 200 yards? Something like that. <laughs> 260, I think. Something like that. Uh, if it wasn't for their top five offense bailing them out in some clutch moments, this team could have uh, lost a decent amount of one-score games and potentially missed the playoffs. The defense also surrendered two overtime losses, though, this year. All things to, to keep in perspective, like it has been offense won us a game, then it's defense won us a game, offense won us a game, defense won us a game. And you've seen it consistently with the Cowboys. I always say that when a team is inconsistent in that manner, that one thing has to pull from the next, it is coaching. Your consistency in coaching. And guess who their everything. option is? <laughs> And, and and genuinely, uh, they McCarthy is he. We have made He's fun of guy. him a ton. He is a coach. Uh, we made fun of his, uh, his his ability to not watch a clock or to stare at one and not understand what it's saying. Uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> but like I I just watch what they do and I go, it doesn't make any sense. Kellen Moore's bailing him out one week. Dan Quinn's bailing him out the next, and that's what seems to be happening. You don't need. They have such good coordinators. They don't need him. Well, Dan Quinn could probably coach that team. Just, just throwing it out there, and they probably would end. Dan up Quinn's a legend. Uh, Dan legend. Quinn's probably going to be a head coach somewhere pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
I'm, my bed is actually Arizona, but we'll see. That's not bad. Um, Come back the, to his old stomping grounds and division. Could. Well, the, the Bucks are a slightly different story. They stumbled in the playoffs by winning the worst division in the playoffs, the NFC South, with a losing record again at eight and nine. Several close games did not go their way. Uh, there are a lot of times we saw uh, Tom Brady uh, and Microsoft products not getting along on the sidelines. Uh, I think that dude has broken more Surface tablets. Does than he have to anybody. pay for them? No. He's the GOAT. They don't make him pay for jack squat. I, just yep. want, I, I don't know. No. No, that's team property. He, mm-hmm. he destroys it. They get a new one. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if when it was Bruce Arians, I feel like he'd be like, no, Tom, no, you're paying. He's eh. like, okay, well, you're Life. not going to coach next year then. <laughs> hey, hey, he was right. Yep. Uh, How's that working out for you, Tom? <laughs> they have a defense that has had some injury issues, obviously, uh, but they still managed to rank 13th overall as a team defense. Uh, they only won three of their last seven, and all three of those wins were against bad teams, the Browns, Cardinals, and the Panthers. Coincidentally, their best win of the year was a 19-3 to win over the Cowboys in week one. Uh, but it feels like both of these teams are in much different places right now. So which version of these teams show up? Can the Bucks, uh team that beat the Cowboys return and get it done? Or will the Cowboys offense and their Jekyll and Hyde defense have a day and dominate? I think it's the Cowboys, but we'll continue with our next question. Which quarterback has the better day? In the NFL, oftentimes who wins comes down to this. This is tough. Brady this year has thrown for 4,600 yards, third in the league. Uh, 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He led the league in passing attempts at age 45 with 733. With a jumbled kind of receiving core, too, this year. It's fair. Uh, and you basically assume he is going to throw 37-plus times in this game. Uh, Brady is average. He has to. That rushed attack is... It is fast. No, no. We're talking about oh his oh no I'm gonna get there in a moment I, yeah. don't, don't jump ahead on me, okay. uh, but Brady has averaged 278 yards, 2.1 touchdowns, and 0.7 interceptions in seven career games against the Cowboys. I told you I had to use a calculator this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dak, on the other hand, has had a pretty rough season. Uh, while he again was injured for five games, he still managed to throw 15 interceptions in 12 games, alongside 23 touchdowns, 2,860 yards. He got sacked a ton as well, especially towards the end of the season. He got sacked six times against the Eagles, uh, who are really good at sacking the quarterback. Definitely led the league. Yeah. Uh, genuinely, his defense has pulled him out of certain games, uh, but made him work his butt off in others. Uh, in four games against the Bucks over his career, he's averaged 277 yards, one touchdown, and .5 interceptions. I expect Brady to have the better statistical day. I think that is going to happen. Um, and I think it's just because he's it's still right now an obviously better quarterback. Yeah, um, which and, says a lot, by the way, when your guy's like 20 years older. For sure. <laughs> uh, you know, and this is what happens when you pay an average quarterback elite money. Because what's his cap hit next year? Almost 50 million. I think so. Just about. Did you also know that the only time that Dak has ever led in any passing category? ever is this year in interceptions I didn't know that's the only time he's ever led any passing category in his career yeah you know who's in second we already said it today Geno Smith I'm kidding Josh Allen oh yeah yeah well that that's also the product of you throw a lot of touchdowns you throw the ball a lot you're going to turn the ball over Matthew Stafford led the league or tied with 
Trevor Lawrence last year was 17 picks, but right. he had 41 touchdowns. Also say, like, it seems like a down year for interceptions. Like, it doesn't seem to be there as was, many. I mean, the offense in general was very bad for, it like, so bad. most yeah. of the season, which kind of yeah. is like, well, because Let me less get, opportunities for picks. game? Uh, I think it was the, it was the Cowboys-Eagles. Or no, no, it was the Lions. Um, Seahawks. Lions. 40, Seahawks. 40, 40, in general? Or just like the highest score no, because the, no. the Rams hung fifty four on the Broncos. Oh, they, but I'm that was not total. total. That it was probably that probably one. 45, no, it, was, it was Lions Seahawks, and I think the Cowboys because the Cowboys got remember that's a fifty one game. Yeah, but it was fifty one to forty. So the was barely, I think they got barely. them by two points. The Seahawks uh, th- that game did uh, Seahawks Lions, but yeah, no, I, I mean you you look at the total touchdown numbers are massively down across the board. Yeah, uh, for the league, and fantasy Except scoring, for Mahomes. F- fantasy scoring was way down too. Yeah, I'm going to ask this question, but with the un- this last one, with the understanding that if it doesn't happen, Tampa Bay loses. Okay, can Tampa Bay hit a hundred yards rushing? The Bucks only did it three times all year, and they were all wins. Mm-hmm. And they have the worst overall run game in the league. But playoff Lenny is a real yeah. thing. I drafted him, by and the way. And playoff Brady's a real thing. Playoff Brady's a real thing. Lenny has scored nine touchdowns and averaged 75 yards per game in the playoffs in three different seasons, including the Bucks' Super Bowl winning season in 2020 to 2021. Um, problems for them. Offensive tackle Josh Wells just got carted off the field a couple of weeks ago with a knee. Starting center, we know Ryan Jensen got lost in camp. Their guard, Aaron Stinney, in preseason. I just don't know that it's possible. Donovan Smith, their other offensive tackle, has been dealing with an issue as well. Um, I think Josh Wells was in for him when that happened. Um, so, I mean, I don't know that they have the offensive line to get it done. And don't get me wrong. The reason their their run game sucks is because of that. Yeah, that's been their problem all you, year. You lost a Pro Bowl guard and a Pro Bowl center. I mean, yep. one of the top two or three centers in the league. Yep. Um, you know, uh, Kelsey himself... Uh, not Travis, the other one, Jason Kelsey said, he goes, man, he goes, that guy, that guy's someone I look up to. I mean, and that's saying a ton from, yeah. I think the best center in the league. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I just don't know that they can do it. And, and I think that's it though. If they run over a hundred yards, they can win this game. Again, the wins inconsequential because they're going to get the Eagles or possibly, I think the 49ers will get there in a moment the week after and you're going to get freaking wrecked. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter which of these teams makes it. I just don't think that I think the Cowboys have a squad, but they don't have the head coach. I would I would almost say that it's in the best interest for the Cowboys. Obviously, they're like, they shouldn't lose the game on purpose, but I think it's in their best interest to not win because if they win, they're not going to go. In, they're not going to go anywhere. Hot take. They should just lose in the if, playoffs. If they lose. They probably just fire Mike McCarthy. Not Jerry Jones said that that, that whatever happens in the playoffs does not change. That I don't. Keep McCarthy. You think I care about what he says about? No, him I'm just right telling. Wait until he gets bro, embarrassed yeah. by Tom Brady just, in the wild card round. I am just banking on Jerry Jones being an incompetent owner that he is. Your, yeah, oh yeah. Your 100%. Cowboys team loses to a team that has a losing record in the playoffs. When you're, you're supposed to be about it. like that'd be good, but also them losing to the Eagles, and, losing division rival would be awesome too. Yeah, that would. I, yeah. I will say though that I no mean, one here is a Cowboys fan. We want them to lose, right? No, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I already, want Tom Brady with. I'm this already game. rooting against this, like in off of principle. Yeah, but yeah. also like, even yeah, though he's Cowboys. 45, until further notice, like I'm not 
rooting against, not that I'm not rooting against Tom Brady because there would be times when I would root against him, but I'm not betting against, I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady because even last year when we barely squeaked out a win, when we were up 27 to three, the Rams, uh, in Tampa Mm -hmm. Bay, um, that game became very interesting all because of the fact that we turned the ball over way too many times and they had him on that side of the ball. Yeah. So and it's, he it, he could have gotten it done too. Yeah, and it's close. not like we had a washed Tom Brady yeah. season. Their team wasn't great. He was good, and now he should have won MVP last year. He had the most touchdowns, the most most yards, let, less picks. I'm not fighting yeah. any of these arguments. So I will just say, and it's the Cowboys. I don't think them. that the I don't I don't think that that uh, the Cowboys the Cowboys aren't going to lose this game because of uh, Tom Brady though. Like the Cowboys would lose this game. If the Buccaneers can run the ball, yeah, I agree, and 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 that's because it's going to keep Dak off the field to do his chucks that you he mean, does. You mean to give it right back? Uh, yeah, well, um, but I mean, Dak could very well go go uh, three and two here with two fifty, two sixty five. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. Um, and they still lose the game because he throws that interception at the end, or they try um, to run a draw, basically. Yeah. to get in a field goal range or whatever, and they can't spike the ball. <laughs> they can't spike and the ball. Walk yeah. off. I don't. I don't remember that ever. Uh, also, Michael Parsons snubbed first team All Pro. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, a what? Snubbed for first team All Pro. Yeah. He slowed down quite a bit. He did. Like, dude, but I was you think like, he was better than Miles Garrett though. No. Well, actually, I don't know what Miles Garrett's stats were. I think I'll he was honest. better than Miles Garrett this year. Yeah. I don't know what Miles Garrett's stats were. Uh, did you see the? Did you see the NFL players All Pro thing? Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, they put Warner in there over Parsons. Uh, I mean, yeah. I've watched every game that Warner has played, obviously, and I think that Warner is top three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I think they should have put three linebackers on that thing because they went with a 5-2-4 uh, set up on the defense. They, so do they, their took, stuff a, they took a nose tackle. They still only have gotcha. two wide receiver slots and two corner well, slots. No, this, like, this, is the, this is the... Stupid. Yeah, but this is the players voted only one. Yeah. This, this yeah. was what it was. So it was 5 2 four. And the but like yeah they had a nose tackle so Lawrence from the Giants made it yeah um, which I did know another Giants Mr. Lawrence uh, yeah and uh, but yeah I would love to see them go to a four three and Parsons and and Warner should have been there with Roquan so yeah. uh, just yeah. saying but no I think that's it so my prediction here Dallas is uh, still going to get the win twenty seven to twenty that's what I honestly think and I think it's a roster thing I think top to bottom this is just a better roster. Um, so crazy to hear that because like a year ago, Bucks had best roster in the league, easy. They, but the injuries, both on the offensive line and in the secondary, make and, them and not- they lost in free agency too because Tom Brady yeah. said he retired. So t- teams were like, players were like, peace, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, no, it's totally, totally fair. And uh, but I just think top to bottom right now, they're just in a much better place. They're healthy for the most part. The Cowboys are. Um, yeah, twenty-seven twenty. Is this Brady's last game? It's not his last game. It might be his last game for the Bucks. I think there's a small chance that he actually ends back up over, not in New England, in Miami, where he was trying to go before that whole debacle. Well, because Tua's never going to play football again. Because Tua had <laughs> three on-the-record concussions, probably four, because the the one where they said, oh, no, it was a back thing, and then he got hit again, and then got really knocked I out. Love, I was, love that they reported, they did their own investigation, like, uh, we report that we did nothing wrong. Yeah. Per yeah. our own investigation <laughs> yeah, with our did, own people, we, did nothing wrong. we are innocent. That's wild. Uh, I do think Morons. that the Bucks are going to win. I do too. Not that I mean I don't know if we're actually doing a pick'em. I think the Bucks are going to win. 
Okay. And I, like I said, I think as much as I don't like the Cowboys, it's probably in their best interest to not win because why would you want Mike McCarthy as your head coach? And the best option for you getting rid of him is to lose. All right. That's fair. We're the last here. one, the cream of the crop. Cream? Is it really though? <laughs> like, no. 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 For, the, for the sake of the show. For content and yeah. discussion, yeah. yes. So obviously this last one uh, is going to go Niners versus the Seahawks. Yep, yep. Uh, again, last time I checked, Niners were nine and a half point favorites. Eight and a half today. Eight and a half today? Good. Okay. Not sure why that line changed at all. Rain. Well, boo-hoo. So they're just thinking less points. Okay. Nope. Well, that's, our ter- that's our territory, well, son. Well, you know what? Um, Raining, rain city. Wearing my Seattle e- hat right e- now. Even when this was Let's nine go. and a half. Let's go. I said, this game is not going to be close. I think you're I wrong I think the that. nine and a half is even a bit generous. Um, Though it's a division rivalry, I'm expecting a dominant win, but not a total route. Um, I think, like, my prediction would be, like, a 30-17, and that's mostly just because, like, Ooh. they have not scored under 30 Ooh. points since Brock Grant Purdy has been playing like quarterback. That. Yeah. They have, well, that's... Uh, yeah. No, that's true. So, there's that for first First off. Um, also, the Niners are just disgusting. I don't know if you are aware I, of this, Grant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me liking my Seahawks does not mean the, I, I'm minimizing the Niners. So the Niners scored the second best JDVOA score. The yeah. only team that was better was the Bills. They had a minus nine. Oh. The Niners had a minus, or no, they had nine strokes. So minus 36. Okay. Um, the Niners were minus 35. They were the second in DVOA, the first in weighted DVOA, because they what won 10 games to finish yeah. out the season in a row. Uh, sixth in offensive, which is crazy considering the fact that they played three different quarterbacks, um, and first in defensive by a long shot. Yeah. Um, where Seattle, they were uh, a plus fifteen in in my proprietary That's metric, not that bad. which is not that bad. How many games were we supposed to win this year? Like four? I think we had you at seven. I, I, I think said I my said, ceiling. I think I said five. My ceil- my five ceiling seven, was maybe. six. I had seven. Um, I can't said. remember that far back, but they are, they were tenth in total DVOA, fifteenth in weighted, so kind of right in the middle. Twenty-one defensive, so they're just kind of there. Um, they are what their record is. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're kind of right in the middle of the plus fifteen. Jags were plus sixteen. You know, they were kind of in, in that range. Um, my questions are going to be for one, um, which I think we might know the answer to this potentially. Can the Seattle offensive line manage? Um, there are some demons on the other side of the football over there in San Francisco at yes. all levels, by the way. Um, Vanga, deep guys, a menace Fred Warner, obviously, and who I think is probably the defensive player of the year, your boy, Bosa. Yeah. So, I, I think Bosa that's, boy, I think that's cemented. I think there are two things that are cemented that Mahomes is the MVP and that he's the defensive player of the Correct. year. And I, think I that's agree with that. Pretty much, I, I think stuff. comeback is set too. Saquon? No, I think it's I think it's because there's come no, back from what not playing because no you, because there's no de- <laughs> you back somebody up no because there's no de- I looked it up there's he, no he definition is, there's no definition of what their the comeback is, is I I agree he is it's, probably it's up usually there. injury or just like like being retired or whatever like yeah yeah Tom Brady retired came back and threw for what forty six hundred is, is he the comeback come back player here come back um. So that would be my first question, which really I think is going to kind of sum up the game. Um, Really? Um, 
my next question would be, will Brock Purdy continue his better than Jimmy G hot streak or will he finally get exposed in, in prime time? That's the biggest question mark for the Niners for me because I think they pretty much dominate any other aspect of this game aside mm-hmm. from a guy who just hasn't been there before, which is not like there's a whole lot of, uh, you know, Geno Smith playoff tape, but um, <laughs> he's a big fan of zero. But Pete Carroll, that, that's why I do have like not a total route, but like they're going to score 17 points, I think, because Pete Carroll's going to, you know, do Pete Carroll things. And then my last question would be just, and it's, it's a trendy thing um, for them because we've seen it on and off over the last few years, but can the Niners stay healthy? And that's not necessarily a question for just this game for the playoff run for the playoff run. I think they're going to get past the Seahawks either way, but what happens if something happens to one of your guys, which happens frequently, sadly. So, um, that, 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 that's your whole training staff not been fired. I don't understand. Well, because this year, because this year, despite the fact that we were on our third quarterback, <laughs> actually been fairly um, healthy. We are very healthy, and we just got Dre back today. And you already have depth uh, and to Aaron, begin and, with. And Banks is back at left guard today, it's and fair. Givens came back this week, uh, who's been a menace in the middle. So mm-hmm. I'm super- um, and then before I let you guys go at your thing, uh, according to the league rankings, uh, the Niners had the fifth offense, the second defense, the 13th passing, and the seventh in rushing. Uh, the Seahawks were the 12th offense, 26th in defense, mm, yep. which does not bode well. 12th in passing, 18th in rushing, which when you're going up against that Niners front, you could be first. I don't care. Ew. Not really going to do much for but you. But to be to be really fair. But Kenneth Walker, offensive rookie of the year. Stud. Question mark. I, it was really funny. To, I was actually talking, speaking of Kenneth Walker, he came up in discussions today because we're talking about, uh, uh, I was talking about uh, rookie of the year. Um, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, and Kenneth Walker should be in that discussion, hundred percent. Uh, and I, but I think him and him and Wilson are like Garrett Wilson, literally, right there. Their stats in terms of like it's, total yards and touchdowns are really close. No, so uh, he's got him on touchdowns. Walker yeah, he does. Has him on touchdowns. He's got him nine to four, I think. Um, yards are yards are like really close. Yards are very close. It's like less than a hundred. I am making the case that Garrett Wilson, um, who made as many catches as an eighteen million dollar receiver, uh, and you know, with four quarterbacks, four starting quarterbacks in yeah. New York, and I would say the worst quarterback situation in the league, yeah, um, has a slight edge. Worse I think Walker didn't get enough snaps, and that's the well, point I was trying well, to make. Yeah, because early on he was playing behind Penny. Yeah. He he would have he had like he had like. Less than five carries the first like four weeks of the yeah. season, yeah. and the, the second time they played the Niners, for instance, he only got eight carries because they were behind. Yeah, uh, they got eight. He got eight carries in that game, forty-seven yards, but uh, on those eight carries, but like he just didn't get enough snaps for for me to justify the rookie of the year. Whereas, you know, Garrett played all season and played stinking well. I mean, despite they could have had two offensive play. rookies of the year on that team if Brees Hall didn't get hurt. Brees Hall would have had it. Brees Hall would have had it. Yeah, because like I yeah. said, almost 700 yards and five touchdowns or whatever that was in in less than seven games. Yeah, I mean he would have had it. Yeah. Well, but, the 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 two first running backs, the two running backs taken last year's draft, they showed up though. Yeah. Well, and and, and we, li- we liked them both on this podcast. We yeah. we like pretty much one A one B. Yeah. I mean, we 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 really felt that way. About uh, Hall and Walker, um, you know, we were very skeptical about Mr. Travis uh, down in Jacksonville. Did not DTN. understand that one uh, necessarily. But 
uh, that ended up working out great for them. Yeah. Uh, well, that was two years ago. So, or yeah, sorry, that was a previous year, wasn't it? Because he has sit. Um, my bad. My bad. Anyway, let's go back to but our anyway. Game. The so in this game, uh, I mean, I have as a 49er fan. If you don't have hope now, you're never going to have hope um, because this the roster is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The, the McCaffrey trade has paid off incredible dividends. Um, how that guy didn't make Pro Bowl, I have no idea. Um, it's absolutely dumb. Haters. Uh, but because the Pro Bowl's a joke. It, well, no, there's that. That is true. That's absolutely true. But no, just like looking at the roster top to bottom, obviously the Niners have the better roster, but it doesn't matter right now. You're going into win or go home. And it and uh, and and really what this is gonna come down to is this is a sloppy game. Who can play the best football on the day? Um, uh, you know, and I think where where the Niners have the opportunity to be successful is that they don't turn the ball over. And they have not been doing that at all since about week eight. Um, you know, I, like Brock's got four turnovers. The, I, the Niners have, the, like have the best turnover turnover differential. It's plus 13, Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they don't turn the ball over. Um, they turn it over. And but the Seahawks are good at getting the ball from mm-hmm. the other team. That is one thing their defense does not suck at. Um, you know, and I I know they're they're in top ten in in taking the ball away. Um, you know, and so I think there's there's some things there where like you look at um, uh, where the Seahawks' strengths are. Um, they could force some of those turnovers, and I think that could be a differential in the score. But the big thing for me, and something I haven't heard a ton about, is when the Niners lost to the Seahawks last year. Uh, and they lost both games last year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, the, both times that was uh, that was special teams related. Yep. There was mistakes made on special teams. Now I'll say the 49ers can move the ball way better did, than they did last season, and that's obvious, especially right now. Yeah. But that could also be a factor. So I think it's for the Niners, it's managing turnovers and not giving the big play away on special teams. I think those are the two big things they have to be concerned about. That's what I see as potential weaknesses for the Niners because. In the trenches, the Niners are going to win. Yeah, and it, they're just a more talented team on on uh, both sides of the trenches. Yeah, but uh, and then from the playmaking ability, not to take anything away from DK or uh, from Lockett or from Kenneth Walker either, who's proved himself for sure. But the Niners have the most loaded backfield in the league, and Debo's healthy. Yeah, George Kittle caught eleven touchdowns. George Kittle passes. has like re-entered prime status. Holy yeah. cow! Him and Brock Purdy are just seven, buddies. seven touchdowns yep. in f- how many games has Brock it was played? Like five, five, games? five, seven touchdowns in five games. And and Ayuk just completed a thousand yard seasons, got eight touchdowns, uh, led the 49ers in yards and catches this year. So they're just loaded. But those two things could be the problem. And as a 49er fan, I'm not sitting here honestly waving a flag. I love that you said 30 to 17. Like that makes me feel good in my heart. It could be worse, I think. In I, my honest opinion, I think it could be worse. I could be oh, like 34 see, to But 12. I I'm I'm having flashbacks. Like I remember the all these games where the mm-hmm. Seahawks have beat us since 2000 whatever and I am like last time the Seahawks, Seahawks and Niners played in the playoffs it went in our favor and it was awesome. And and I so so I'm I'm not there yet. I'm not good. Well, okay. and the thing that I'm going to say, I, well, for, we've lost, we lost our best, our best defensive player. We lost Jordan Brooks for the season towards ACL. He was leading the league in tackles until he got injured last, he was like two weeks ago. He got injured. So we don't right. have him now. That sucks. Um, that's a big blow to us. Our pass rush has gotten exponentially better the last five games. Ever since we played you guys, I'm pretty sure we're close. We, I think we're, 
We had the most sacks in the last like four weeks of the season. We came alive. We've had like five plus in our last five games or something like that or whatever. So like our pass rush has gotten a little better. Um, I do think we have the advantage at quarterback. I mean, just because Gino does have more experience and he's showing up, he's playing, he's broken pretty much every single franchise record for passing, which is crazy. I never thought that would happen. His efficiency is very good. He's very good. He has slowed down quite a bit in the last five weeks of the season. Um, I mean, but still clip 30 touchdowns. My big thing is that I, I expect a Lions versus Green Bay type of performance out of the Seahawks, pulling out all the stops, doing all the things because Pete Carroll already won the season. Even if they lose, if they get absolutely trounced, which they could, Pete Carroll's already won. And so again, it's this adage that everybody's been saying now, but like we have nothing to lose. We're playing with house money for this whole playoff series. And I do think that's valuable. When the Seahawks have played with house money this season, when they went at when they they beat the Broncos, granted, I think the Broncos kind of beat themselves at the beginning of the year. But I think that was important. I also think, I mean, the last time so I'm trying to remember if right, right, I can remember this right. The Saints and the Bucks two years ago when they went to the, the Bucks won the Super Bowl. They could not beat the Saints in the regular season. They lost both times. And then the third time, Bucks got them. Your two teams, Rams, Niners. The <clears throat> the Rams got them both. Wait, is it, wait, no. Other way around. Other way around. Yeah. Gosh, it's confusing. The Niners got them both times in the regular season. The Rams ran up to beat them in the NFC Championship. Beating a team three times in a season is hard. It is. A divisional opponent, it is really hard. That's what I think we have going for us. In my in my deepest heart, and in my I know the Niners are probably gonna win this game, but I'm not gonna be surprised if the Seahawks do because of I think they have again just beating a, a divisional opponent three times is really hard. The Seahawks traditionally have owned the Niners. Like there's Pete Carroll era. I mean, his record I think is pretty insane against the Niners. He doesn't lose to them often. Um, I mean, the worst he goes is one and one against them in a regular season. It's the worst he goes. So except for this year, except for this year, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously, the Niners roster is so much better. The Seahawks are young now. They're they're rebuilding. Um, and even in their rebuild, they've won nine games and are in the playoffs. Um, so I, I, I'm going to watch the game. I'm excited for it. This has been probably the most fun season I've had as a Seahawks fan just because there's, there's no expectations. And I think there's no expectations for this game either. Like, we, 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 got, we got high draft picks. We're set for the future. We're in a better position, I think, than any other team in our division for the most part for the next 10 years. I mean, we, we, we drafted and we had the, probably the second best or best draft this year. Like, we have some studs. I will say my biggest concern and the reason why I think it's probably going to be a pretty big gap mm-hmm. is the Seahawks only scored one offensive touchdown against the San Francisco 49ers all season. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. And, but, and, the- and that's why I think they'll score 17. They'll have a couple of touchdowns. Uh, and, and a lot of that will be yeah. engineered by Pete Carroll. But I just I don't, I don't see it. it yeah. I, I, I don't see the nine and a half point spread and like or it's eight and a half now. They they didn't last time they played him, they only lost by a touchdown. They only lost by one score. To, to it was twenty one to thirteen. To be Yeah, it's one score. To to be yeah. very fair, the it yes. But like the touchdown the touchdown did come late. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I know I knew the game was it, over, but I'm yeah. But all I'm saying is that like people are saying, Oh, this is gonna be yeah. First I, game they scored what, three points? Seven. No. I don't remember. Six? I don't even know what it was. Uh, it was like honest. twenty. I, I thought they won by twenty. That's all I remember. Is it was it was twenty seven to seven, but it wasn't yeah. an offensive touchdown. Yeah. Oh, okay. So was it, yep. It was okay. a. I don't remember. 
I don't remember those early in the season. But but that that's all I'm gonna say. It's a divisional game. Like it doesn't really matter to me. It is the playoffs, so that changes things. It's a divisional game. That changes things. I don't think a lot of the metrics that we base off of a regular season, I don't think they matter in the playoffs as much because it's it's it again, Matt said it, it's coaching. And I think Shane's an incredible coach. I think Pete Carroll's an incredible coach. They're both going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. I, I fully believe that Shanahan will get a Super Bowl. He, well, Shanahan, as long as he can get back over 500 for his coaching record. That's fair. He does need to do that because his, his overall record is bad. Hey, and, and we know why. He's also responsible. I know. I'm just, he went 3-13 and 13 I, in that uh, all the ACLs gone he, he is responsible. He's responsible fault, for the two biggest losses there. in in. In the if Super somebody Bowl. runs into my car, it's not my fault, but I still have to take the shot. Twenty eight to three. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty eight to three is largely due to Shanahan. That's uh, also true. I'm I'm not I am not saying you're wrong about that. <laughs> hey, well, he, he wasn't a head coach. That doesn't he was, really a head coach, he was offensive play caller. Yeah, I know. And yeah. that anyway. But no, that that's all, all that's all I'm gonna say. It's a playoff game, anything can happen any given yeah. Sunday. It would have to be lucky. They'd have to it have to be weird. It'd have to be a fluke, just like I think this Rams Bengals game is gonna be. It has to be a fluke. I think it would have to be, I mean, yeah, I think that they have an advantage if they can pressure Brock Purdy, which no team has been able to do because that offensive line is insane. J.J. Watt did. J.J. Watt did. Um, But I think that if we can, I think Pete Carroll could make a young quarterback squirm a little bit. I mean, he's only... He also does have the best security blanket in all of football with Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Yeah, he does. 100%. And a a coach who knows that. So he's like, here you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... So it, it would have to be a fluke. It, it, it would have to be a fluke. Yeah. And Which is why I think it's 30-17. Gino in the two games has averaged 217 yards. He's got one touchdown, one interception. In he's going to be, yeah, he's gonna have to play better. Uh, he also has that. Uh, he, I think he's got one fumble lost. They, but the Seahawks have turned the ball over four times in the two games this year. The 49ers have turned it over none. That's obviously a huge yeah. differential thing we've already pointed out. Um, and uh, in total yards, I think the, the 49ers are at almost... Actually, I think double. It's I wouldn't close be surprised. Eight, close to eight hundred uh, total yards in the two games, and we probably uh, got like four hundred. Yeah, honestly. and I think no, it's actually about five. I think it's like five sixty, five seventy five. Still, so that's three football fields. <laughs> in in watching these two teams in the when they have played each other this year, the Forty ers have done what the Forty ers have done, mm-hmm. and this, the the Seahawks had two of their worst statistical games yeah. offensively against them. Um, overall. So like I I feel good as a 49er fan. If I'm gonna take off my, you know, host of a podcast right now, yeah. I'm very excited. I am thrilled. Uh put that back on. I am terrified though to lose this game. <laughs> and I, I and will I say, and I'm scared. If the Niners lose, which I was telling Grant, that would be hilarious and I would love it. I would love it so much. I would love it more than well, love not more than us winning the Super Bowl. But <laughs> I mean, this would be my would, Super Bowl this year. That would be crazy <laughs> if like, the Seahawks just, beat the Niners. Like yeah. that would be insane. Like you, I'm going to be rooting for the Seahawks. To be clear, it, but it's going to have to. It, it, and we say all that we say, and, and I think Grant said it well. It it's going to have to be a fluke. It's going to have to. It's going to be a crazy. fluke, or that defense is going to like have to do something crazy. Yeah. Like it's it just the the Niners have been the most opportunistic defense. I mean, they've done such a great job. You know, like doing things that don't show up and, on stat sheets. I, I will like say, ending the Raiders with, game, for instance. Yeah, um, things like that. With 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 the rain, that's a 
honestly, that's a huge disadvantage to Seahawks because their strength is their pass is their pass attack. Yeah, um, it's the short pass attack for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, like that is their strength as a team is their is their passing game. Yeah. I mean, Geno Smith. I mean, he broke every record passing, and and but with the, the rain, it's going to be on the ground. And what is this, the strength of the Niners? Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball and play action, and that mm-hmm. is what rain witnessed will do it for in you. person a year ago. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, so that's that that's that's why I think. I mean, so that's that's a huge disadvantage to the Seahawks. Um, you know, you think, oh, they, they play in the rain. That means nothing. It really doesn't mean anything because no. that means you can't throw the ball. That means you took away the strength of the Seahawks because the Seahawks have a dang good pass attack. Right. So. Right. No, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to this whole weekend. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm this, is, this is everything that we look forward to at the beginning of the season. Uh, and walking into it was incredible to have so many teams that had the opportunity to make it um, going into that last week and so many things that were changing. Uh, we're sad that, you know, to, to see Lamar not playing. I know we mentioned that yep. today. I'm uh, bummed too is not playing either. Like, yep. he's a better, he's bummed better than this other guy. Would have loved to see what the Dolphins could do. Obviously, I think we have all enjoyed following Mike McDaniel this year, and I'm, I'm bummed what that this is his last week uh, <laughs> coaching uh, in, in the Dolphins uh, for this season anyway. Um, but no, I, I looking forward to every part of this. There's going to be some electric games. Uh, I'll say it, say it right now. Uh, I don't care who wins the Jags chargers game. I, I am so excited for that game. That game is love gonna be it. great. As much as I love Justin Herbert and I want him to do well, I will not be sad if the Jaguars win. Exactly. So, That's exactly yeah, where I'm at. Too. Yeah. I, I love Herbie and I, I, whatever happens great uh, at the end of the day, that's just, it's a win for football fans. Yeah, I think the chargers hope it's a great game, you know, stir things up a little bit more if they win and go to the next round than the Jags do, but you know, make some I noise. Think, I think yeah. we're all rooting for the giants. Yeah. I think we're all rooting for the Jaguars. I've been trying to fade the Vikings all season and they still ended up getting here. So sounds like we're all rooting guys. for the bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're all good on that one. Uh, for the Bengals, Joe Cool. Am I? I mean, I don't hate the guy. I I will say there's a certain level of now I'm annoyed and hate your fan base when you play a team in the Super Bowl. And Bengals fans have been very a word that I can't say oh, on this podcast. Uh, t- yeah, the the uh, love for T Higgins, by the way, and telling all of us how good he is. Oh my gosh. There there was like a different level of crying and complaining on Twitter uh, specifically yeah. with the Bengals. Um. Ever since we played him in the Super Bowl, so yeah, I mean, like, so there's like a little bit of entitlement there. But I mean, Grant's rooting for him. Are you rooting for the I have, Ravens? I have no. no I have no. nothing against okay. the Bengals. Like, I think they're fun to watch. Joe Burrow is so I, fun to watch. I have not enjoyed some of their fan base stuff post Super Bowl. Personally, um, I, have, I, I, I haven't really paid but, much of attention. But yeah, but, I mean, I don't really care. Uh, I just like underdogs, so I'm always like, eh, the Ravens won. That'd be kind of funny. Like that's, it, yeah, it would that's be funny. Honestly, I, yeah, that's me most of these games. I, I kind of yeah. want the Ravens Actually, to lose just because I'm like, you kind of deserve yeah. to lose <laughs> yeah. with with what you've done and how you've treated your quarterback. So, it, I mean, yeah, we're, we're kind of all in the same boat. I think for the majority of these games, obviously, we have some differing opinions on the Seahawks 49ers game uh, in terms of what we want for the outcome. Gino, I think, I think Gino, there's a lot of us that know. I'll, I'll go ahead. I will. I'll pick that one since it's our game. I was actually going to say uh, 31 to 20. Um, so that's where I'm at. I also agree. I just don't think the 49ers offense is going to slow down. That's, that's the majority reason I, yeah. and I, and I do think that there's going to be some points that happen for them that are fluke points. Something stupid's going to happen in that rain. 
and that's just me and my fear as a 49er fan playing the Seahawks. Something dumb's going to happen. But uh, but I do think they really probably only get one offensive touchdown. That's where I'm at, too. Yeah. So, do you, yeah. do you want me to give a score? Yeah, go for it. Which wait, which version do you want? Do you want the fan or do you want... I want your actual score. I, I want your actual. Give me my your actual. actual score. 28-20. Okay. That's what I think. I can deal probably. with that. That's respectable. Yep. We're, 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 not, we're not that far yeah. off. Yeah. I just have a hard What's time. your fan score? What do you how do, how do the Seahawks do it if they win? Well, Pete Carroll's riding a scooter. Yeah, we saw that a billion to. Yeah. I may have Seahawks screened. by hundred. I, yeah. I, I, I saw that. I, did you see his Instagram post? Yeah, I, I, I posted you, that. With Seahawks it. by a hundred, yeah. and then I screenshotted the the part where, where Pete Carroll's behind uh, Gino in that. Yeah. And I, I screenshot, I was like, I'm sending him this after the game if things happen <laughs> a certain way. And I will send it is to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Are they going to score one point for each year that Pete Carroll has walked this earth? Because yeah. then they probably yeah. would score 100 no, points. No, I mean, I, I, think, I think if the Seahawks win, it's going to be so close. It would be like... It would be like it'd be like twenty seven twenty four. It would be a field goal. Be, it would have to be, be what happened in scores. our game last year in the NFC Championship. One hundred percent. Twenty four, twenty three, something stupid. Yeah, it would. Jimmy be, it would G's be, getting twirled around and throwing a pick, and then the game's over. It you would know, be one hundred percent something like that. If, if the like Seahawks win, they're thank bare, God that can't happen. Yeah, but if they win, they're <laughs> scraping by. Yeah, they're they barely win. It's 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 within three. Points. I just have a hard time. Seeing the Niners not score thirty. Oh I, no! I dude, right. so, totally, totally. But like that—that that, that is my fan pip, pick. Absolutely, they're gonna win barely. Which I just want to say it now yeah. because obviously my Super Bowl pick with the Rams was very inaccurate. Um, I got a little confident. I do think it's probably going to be Niners Chiefs at this point. I think that's Niners what it's going to be. I, it's going to be a little bit of a rerun. From I a definitely few years think ago. it could go there. Obviously, it's I, you know I'll just stick. With, I'm going to stick with my 49ers Bills. Uh, because that's good one too. That was that was my I had beginning the Bills of the on the year. other side. I just feel really good about the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I I'm, well, there's no reason not. To. Yeah. yeah. So the team is better offensively without Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it there. Uh, we have no idea what the next couple of weeks looks like, and if we're gonna be back with you after this weekend. Um. I oh, mean, if the Seahawks win, we better. <laughs> we better. Uh, no, I. I think. <laughs> Uh, we're we're gonna have to take a look at the schedule. Make sure we can make things happen. Uh, we got some night that we've got some nights open to do this, but uh, we may be released on Friday. Could be released on Saturday. Shoot, we might even release on a Sunday morning right before all the games. Or well, games are gonna kick Saturday yeah, this next Saturday. week or, or next week as well. So yeah. we'll see. But uh, we'll try and make it happen on the schedule. Thanks for hanging with us. And uh, I we'll would see say you follow us on Instagram, but <laughs> it's dead. But you can't. It died. You can still email us. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you, yeah. There's somebody's got the password. Somebody. Follow us on Gmail. All right. Enjoy the wild card weekend. We'll see you on the other side. 